0: ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio no doubt about it eh you're listening to kurt Phil, and jeff on let's go blues radio the original st louis blues hockey fan podcast
1: take it away boys come on st louis hockey fans stand up and cheer the blues are back strong this is our year it's the blues to
0: I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the blues
1: turn now. <laughs> With that Al McKenna slap shot, you know we can't lose. We are St. Louis, the home of the blues. Come on, St. Louis! Let's go blues! Come on, St.
0: Louis! Come on, St. Louis! Let's do that hockey.
2: Welcome to Season 7, Episode 26 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. It's Let's Go Blues Radio. We're live on Wednesday, December 12th, 2018. This is franchise episode number 159, all time. I'm your host, Kurt Price. My always trusted co-hosts are Bill Day and Jeff Ponder. To interact with us on the show, on social media, follow us on Twitter, uh, at LGB Radio. My Twitter handle is at Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff's is at jponder94. Also, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and the website is letsgoblues.com. And if we have time later, we'll open up the show to talk some hockey with you guys. Just check Twitter for that info, again, at LGB Radio. Uh, check out the letsgoblues.com shop. and consider buying a reasonably priced shirt mug, or sticker. All proceeds go back into supporting the show. And uh, I wanted to uh, go over real quick our uh well to say thanks to the listeners first of all because uh how the show has grown over the past uh seven years and exponentially over the past what six months or so uh, at least so um, we uh when I first start first thought about doing a podcast like eight years ago I uh, never thought it would get this uh level of uh, interest and in, uh, in listenership so we've we've had here's some numbers for you some 83,000 downloads of our podcast over the past 30 days, which covers all of our shows. But uh, the top downloaded show over the past 30 days has over 4,100 listens. So, uh, again, thank you very much, guys. That's that's pretty fantastic. Kind of mind-blowing, actually, considering— Which episode is that? That is—that's uh, the—I uh, think that's the, uh, the horse loose in a hospital. <laughs> 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 because it's, it's been out for like a, three or four weeks, so— it's, so, after 30 days, it's had the most chances to have been listened to. But, uh, but it's interesting because uh, uh, according to the industry experts, a podcast episode that has been live approximately 30 days averages 141 downloads. And if you have over 3,400 downloads, you're in the top 10 percent of podcasts on the web. So, I think we're we're in uh, we're, we're doing well. And again, thanks to being
0: like the top three percent.
2: Uh well it says uh if you have over nine thousand downloads you're in the top five, so we got a ways to go for that.
0: This uh no you know what we we've uh, we mentioned on the show before I remember we had a little talk about it during our uh, uh hundred or hundredth episode uh, was it last season two years ago <coughs> whenever that was, um when we wore thongs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speedos.
2: Speedos. Um,
0: <laughs> Speedos. Yeah. Whatever. I don't remember it. That was that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh but uh your thong was on too yeah. tight you don't recall what was going on
3: jeff's still no, dealing with his feelings from that show
0: <laughs> true. all right fine i wear a thong every episode is it that big of a deal uh but uh so no we talked about it then and and uh yeah we we've always said you know we started this podcast because there's just no blues coverage in st louis that was uh we started at the year ken hitchcock was hired um so we were kind of you know the, the team started picking up then and Uh, it was nice kind of, you know, giving a little bit more coverage to our favorite hockey team. And, uh, it, as you said lately, it's been booming. And I think a big part of that was the summer the blues had. Um, but then we've seen this team crumble in that time, you know, and and I've even said to you, Kurt, I'm expecting these numbers to go down because who wants to listen to people talk about the blues at this point? They're, they're, they're disappointing. There's, no good coming from this team, but you know at the same time we're still getting the downloads. So uh, you guys are, are loyal listeners, and we want to thank you all for that. Especially uh, you ones watching live now. Um, it looks like uh, we are already getting a request for our 200th episode to actually wear thongs. <laughs> so that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting yeah. one. You want to tune in for episode 200? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got ways to go. We got, uh, we got 41 to go. <clears throat> So let's just
0: start doing one every next day season, so we can get there quicker.
2: We'll get some we'll get a warm up. We'll we'll throw in a surprise episode, a thong like a we'll have any so, so, the next episode's on a Thursday. It's gonna be a thong Thursday.
3: Thong 41, Thursday. Like 41 episodes to get into thong shape.
2: <laughs> right. So probably like a, a
3: a calendar year from now, maybe a little more.
2: Maybe post all star game next season, something like that.
3: That's a rough time of year to be in thong shape though. It is really. It is. There's a lot of uh, eggnog being
2: consumed yeah uh,
0: um, also isn't it weird that the numbers went up during the summer when you guys weren't on yeah Did you read anything into that
2: um, well I, they the industry experts also said that the uh, the uh, for whatever reason people tune in to uh, listen to crazy hosts so that's uh, oh that I, I started talking before I had something funny to say. So
0: <laughs> I I, you should have waited. I just I had five seconds before I, you started insulting. Yeah, me. I, I had nothing.
2: <laughs> no, it, that's true. We we uh over the summer we usually take the summer off, and and uh, Jeff did uh, his summer interview series, which was very well received. Got a lot of yeah. listens from that, and uh, uh, probably a lot of new listeners. And uh, that has apparently they've stuck with the show, and uh, that's uh, been good to see.
0: Yeah, and I will say I've already teased this before, but uh, I do have some things in the works for next summer already, and it's looking like it's going to be a long summer for Blues fans. So we <laughs> should have plenty of opportunities to do what I'm planning. But uh, I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty cool idea, and I'm looking forward to it. So if you're uh, if you enjoyed that, I think you're going to enjoy what I got coming up next summer too.
2: What a surprise! Jeff Ponder thinks one of his ideas is a pretty cool idea.
0: It's really <laughs> the only good ideas this show has. <laughs> right? you
2: you're, you're not you're not. You're not wrong. You're not right either, but you're not wrong, so I'm not <laughs> sure where that puts you. But
0: I mean, I, it was my idea to bring in a very talented, attractive former goalie, and, I mean, look at the response we've gotten from that. I mean, look Bill. at that guy.
3: <laughs> yeah, just, I got
2: nothing. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> He's just so cute.
2: Anyhow, the uh, <laughs> official beers of episode 159. We should give away a beer to one of our listeners for the, as a thank you. Can you do that legally? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. Give away a beer? Probably not. Never mind. I don't, I don't
3: think if, so. I think we'd have to be sponsored by by somebody, and a they would have to give, and them.
2: they have to go to the right. to the brewery or the to, uh, to right, the to bar beer. and uh, claim said beer yeah. with an ID. Yeah.
0: You know what I wanted to do, and I'm one thousand percent serious here. I found the Wayne Gretzky whiskey. I was going to send it to you guys as a present, and then I found out you can't mail alcohol.
2: Well, you can. You just got to wrap it up. You can't, I mean, right, and claim that it's that alcohol. Right. Say it's a Well,
0: but right. you don't know. can't. Technically, you can't do it.
2: Well, technically you can do it, but you're legally you can't. You're not supposed to, but technically you okay. can. Okay.
0: Technically you can ship cocaine. Right. But you're not supposed to. You
2: can technically ship anything. You just legally <laughs> not supposed to ship some things. Oh, uh,
0: let's let's, right let's, let's
2: get our technically things and our legally things. <laughs> Uh, so what I will, what
0: I will do is next time I come do a show at at the Let's Go Blues Radio Studios, uh, I will uh, bring some whiskey and we can all enjoy the Wayne Gretzky whiskey together.
3: Yeah, okay. I saw that uh, last year. Uh, almost bought some coming through uh, customs or coming through um, the uh, the uh, duty free uh, in Toronto, but uh, I opted for Cuban cigars instead. <laughs>
2: Ray Standeffer says in the YouTube chat, damn it, I missed the show, fellas. We'll be watching. Wait, is this the beginning? <laughs> I think Ray's drunk. <laughs>
3: actually <laughs> Ray, you should know by now. We yeah, we don't get started nearly <laughs> no, close I, to nine.
2: No, we're like we're like nine we're nine fifteen at the earliest people.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like nine twenty five mm-hmm.
2: today. Which is actually about right for us. Right. You should know better, like you said. Anyhow, uh, beers of episode one fifty nine. Bill has a big one over there.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yes, he does.
3: And
2: now, and now, what's your beer again? <laughs> uh, uh, you're so funny. Yeah. Um, you didn't tell me this was Thong Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Go
3: ahead. Tonight isn't.
2: Okay. It's it's, it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday.
3: It's so. It's, it's yeah, a long yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, <laughs> oh. Off the rails, off the rails. Before we get through the beers um, tonight, I am drinking uh, Lagunitas Willitized Coffee Stout. Easy for you to say. Yes, it's uh, aged in rye whiskey barrels. As I just poured it all <laughs> over my goddamn iPad.
2: For a second. For a second, I was uh, I was like,
3: "Man, that's oh, my no. laptop," and I'm like, "No, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's it's yours." <laughs> it's just my iPad. Sorry. anyway, it's really good. If you can't tell, I've already had most of uh, the first half of it. And uh, yeah, it's a um, uh, coffee stout aged rye oak barrels uh, from the uh, distiller JD Willett in Kentucky, uh, Laganitas. very very solid uh, brewery. Highly recommend them. They have a tasting room in Chicago as I clean up. <laughs> There's no
2: use crying over spilled beer, Bill.
3: Oh, I'm not crying. I'm <laughs> laughing. But uh, very good. Um, it's surprisingly warm, even though it's it's been in the fridge all day. Hmm. Just, yeah, very much enjoying this. I'm happy for you. It looks like you're enjoying <sighs> it. Do I need to clean up your desk?
2: I, I can wipe it up later. I'd be more worried about your iPad.
3: Yeah. Uh, I have, I have one of those pl- um, the screen shields on it okay it's good It's right. good
2: uh Jeff what's your what's your beverage
0: oh oh hey guys <laughs> um, I went with uh, an old favorite of this show I, I believe Kirk we believe bill has had this before it's the Kirkwood station uh blackberry wheat yes um, yeah good stuff uh, for those that follow me on Twitter and, right. and uh, no, no, tomorrow I think it was just on twitter i went there on saturday and uh had to pick some of this up before i walked out the door uh they sell it in the four packs there at the uh, kirkwood station so uh thank you to them they they uh we do have some followers of the show there so uh thank you kirkwood station patrons and uh thank you for the uh free beverage that i received when I told them who I was as well So very cool, thank you guys
2: Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you Jeff, know who I am? I'd like, uh, I'd like a free I'd like a 2 for Elsinore
0: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, they uh, I believe, I, I believe I there'd be no like charge I, <laughs> I tell it like I walked in And everybody was real nice to me And I acted nice But it was really, I just walked in and said Give me my goddamn free beer I pitch your goddamn beer all the time That's really what happened cool, 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 cool.
3: So,
2: for you, strange brew fans, <laughs> yes, take off hoser, take off hoser.
3: Yeah. Um And but, I, from what I hear, from what I hear, there will be a few of us tomorrow night at Kirkwood Station.
2: at Kirkwood Station tomorrow night. The uh, Charlie Brennan and Bernie Federico are doing a thing uh from Kirkwood Station. They're recording a uh, uh, they're recording a, a session, and they're going to air it later on Cam Wax. But uh, he's doing a book signing there too. Federico is for his new book, and uh, yeah, Ponder and uh, Mr. Day and myself are going to be uh, there tomorrow. So Bill can have a blackberry wheat for the first time if he'd like, and uh, so we're gonna hang out there for a while. Yeah, It'll be fun. <clears throat> uh, don't bother showing up if you ain't got tickets because you need tickets, people. So just
3: just
0: that's true. <laughs>
3: and apparently we're people who knows people because we got tickets. We got tickets.
0: we have got tickets. Yep.
2: Thank you, Mr. Brennan, for the tickets. Thank you, Mr. Brennan, for the ticket. Yeah. For giving us free tickets. <laughs> which Good I think, which you think everybody could get, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: we're going to act like we're insiders,
0: though.
2: Right. Thanks, Charlie. Talking about dope, Charlie. <laughs> um, that's an inside joke. Uh, <laughs> Bill got it. <laughs> I got it right away. Um, my, my beverage is the. Uh, Berry White Ale from Four Hands in St. Louis uh, in collaboration, a collaboration with Schnooks. Schnucks Markets. And uh, so it's it's, a, it's very uh, Berry-y, hence the name. Um, it's a little, it's not really my thing.
3: It's purpley.
2: It's very purple. It looks like a Purple Hooter, if you guys have ever had a Purple Hooter mixed drink. Yeah. It looks identical. Yeah, um, yeah to that but it's uh, it, I mean it's you know I, I guess you get used to it after a while but it's yeah it's very I don't know it's, it's not my thing I probably wouldn't buy it again
3: Mad Dog uh, 2020 color a bit. <laughs> kind of
2: I'm glad let's just say I'm glad it came in a four pack and not a six pack so, but I uh, i wanted to try it I bought a bunch of four hand stuff at Schnook's the other day I bought the berry white ale I bought a couple of bottles of the uh, uh, absence of light and I bought a 12 uh, pack six cans of chocolate milk stout and six cans of chocolate milk stout tiki, which is with coconut. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, bought the uh, uh, four-hands chocolate milk stout gooey butter cake, which Bill and I are finishing off here tonight. Uh, Yeah, And Bill's done with his. I still have mine to go. And the funny thing is that my beer pairs on the side of the can. It says, pairings, gooey butter cake, which I just realized before the show started. So that was a serendipitous moment. Mm -hmm. Anyhow.
3: Mine paired very well with it.
2: Well, I, I'm sure yeah. gooey butter cake pair, pairs well with all kinds of stuff. Yeah.
3: No coffee, you know, a coffee stout usually mm-hmm. pairs well with chocolate.
2: That's true. And I was happy to see you had a coffee stout. Oh, chocolate. Yeah,
3: yeah very good.
2: And a Milky Way mini.
3: What about? Have we covered Jeff yet? Yeah, the, yeah. T- His t- is t- uh,
2: a blackberry wheat. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you said t- that you t- hadn't t- seen yeah, it, you no, hadn't had it, right, and uh, right. <laughs> we had a whole conversation about it. Yeah, <laughs> It's been a long day. <laughs>
3: I can tell.
0: Bill's been hanging with uh, Yori Lantara at the casino this morning.
3: No, I right? no, no. I took. I you're part of that I, underground uh, Finnish uh, Coke Coke uh,
2: thing? Is that going on? Yeah. yeah. No.
3: No. I. Uh, what happened mm, with that? Uh, I mean, nothing. <laughs> I I don't know. I I don't I don't follow any Finnish reporters or she really asked, any Philadelphia people. Jeff Steph Driver. Yeah. Uh,
2: whatever happened with that. Yeah.
1: If anything. Yeah,
0: we could do that. I guess not. I mean I, I would I would mm. imagine that means that the whole investigation is finished. Hmm. Mm.
1: Anyway,
2: today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues history Twitter account. December twelfth, uh, twenty eighteen is today's date, so nineteen seventy four. Today's date nineteen seventy four. Gary Unger set a blues record by scoring a goal in his seventh consecutive game in the Blues four to three win versus the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit led two to nothing and three to one in that game. And the Blues uh, had a nice third period and uh, came back at one.
0: Boy, that's those are the days,
2: huh? Those are all the days. Mr. He was iron Man. A good third period? Iron Man Gary Younger. Okay. And someone has his Iron Statue that we talked about before. Yeah. That is hiding in their basement. Probably. Uh, today's date, two thousand eleven. Keith Kachuk was inducted into the US Hockey Hall of Fame.
0: So Have you guys ever been there?
2: The U.S. No, where is it?
0: It's in uh, somewhere in Minnesota, Um, Mm -hmm. tiny town. I can't remember the name of it. Tiny town, Minnesota. I've Mm -hmm. basically, uh, I've been told that it is just a crap show. That it's like basically looks like a like a bunker, and you walk in like nobody's there to like sell you tickets, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's just apparently it's just a crapshoot. But I've never been there, so I don't want to talk shit on it. But. That's what
3: I hear. It's in Herb Brooks' old basement. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Uh, Mr. Blues Hat says, uh, let's see, Yorla Laterra. they decided to blow off the charges. Oh. Blow man. off the charges. Nicely ah, done. Ah, ah, ah. Zing. That
0: was better
2: than mine. Uh, Mr. Blues Hat also says, is there any hockey on this hockey podcast? Well, we're, we're, we
3: just started it. Yeah. Yeah. mm <clears throat> Uh, but now we're gonna stop it. That, right, that was too much hockey coverage. Today, ooh, I didn't
2: write down the date for this one. At some point in Blues well, history, you, you <laughs> didn't did
3: write down the date of I, this date. In blues history. Why well, I, I did? It was I, 1991.
2: 91 uh, was it really? Yes. Okay. Yes, good. it
3: was. He was traded for the third round pick that had.
2: No, it was 89. Hold on.
3: No, it was 91 because he looking, was I'm he looking. was I'm traded Just for the third it, round pick. It. That uh, the the Blues used to acquire Mike Lawler from the Montreal Canadiens.
0: 1989. Really? Montreal Canadiens acquired Todd Ewan. Blues received future considerations, 91 third-round pick, which was Nathan Lafayette. Bill's going to explain
3: why he thought he was 91. So they they got the third-round pick in 91. That's what it was. Ah, Yeah. Okay. Todd Ewan. Member of Todd the, the 19, Animal. Todd the Animal, Ewan, right. member of the 1993 Montreal Canadiens, the last Canadian Can, team to win the Stanley Cup. That's
2: a long time. Ah. 25 years?
3: 25 years. Um,
2: uh, newspaper clipping from the uh, when he was traded. The, uh says, Ewan was quoted as saying, this is a new beginning for myself, Ewan said. I just have to go out, work hard, and make the most of it. In Montreal, they've been known to treat their tough guys pretty well since I've come here. I've been compared to Chris Nyland by a lot of people. Hopefully, I can make the most of it up there. Hey, he was no Chris Nyland. No. Chris Nyland uh, uh, rocked up a lot more penalty minutes and scored a lot more goals than uh, Mr. Ewan, so. Ewan. I wouldn't even say Ewan's a poor man, Nyland. Poor man's Nyland. He was, Ewan was a goon. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: Yep. Pretty much, mm-hmm. Nyland could play. But he won a Stanley Cup. He did. He did. Just one of many who left here to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah.
0: God. Have you guys seen the banner on Reddit for for single? Yes, Blues?
2: I have. It changes fantastic. every now and then. Fantastic. Yeah. Other other former Blues players holding up cups. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all the former Blues. It's uh, uh I think it's Quinville, Wait, uh, mayor's Pronger. Uh, there's a couple more. It's yeah. fantastic.
3: Mm, I have not seen it.
2: Uh, have I read it? Hawaii mm-hmm. Blues fan. Oh! Is it, is it, yeah, Hawaii Blues fans ah! in, the, in the YouTube chat. Eh? No,
0: that's not who I was talking about. I was giving Bill some credit for uh, that uh, pun uh, there. I yeah. thought you
2: were all excited about Guy.
0: Well, I'm always excited about
3: Guy.
2: <laughs> Jeff's
0: all
3: about Guy.
2: Uh, hey, guys. I finally reached podcast or status. I got muted in the lounge. we having a minority opinion for having a minority opinion. <clears throat>
3: Congratulations! I <laughs> <laughs> you you expressed an opinion in a wasteland.
2: Yeah, it's, it's 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 the lounge. I think we actually we commented on that. I think uh, it's it's a uh, that's it's it's the blues lounge. It's a you I, don't don't be upset or happy or sad about anything that goes on in there. It just kind of is what it is. Um, the uh, let's see topics today. What are we gonna talk about? Um, let's see Sunday. Hmm. Well, we going to say
3: something? I, I was going to say, let's not talk a whole lot about Sunday. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I didn't bother watching the fucking well, game. Well, here, here's what,
2: here's what I'll, I'll say about Sunday. Uh, we hadn't lost to the Canucks in St. Louis in like forever. Something like eight games straight we hadn't lost to the Canucks in St. Louis. So as soon as they said that, I'm
3: like, well, that's going to end today. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's because they say it, it's going to stop. Well, it's a Sunday afternoon game. We never play well Sunday. No, afternoon. and not. Especially I mean, not
2: really ever. I mean, playoffs too. I just, yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. Uh, coming to this game, uh, the Canucks were only three points ahead of the Blues with four more games played, and they stomped us in <laughs> our own building. Yeah. So Besser, and they've been
0: Hattrick. on a landslide lately. Yeah. They were they were top of their division just a couple weeks ago, and they've had like a couple zero oh and three, one and four weeks, and it was just they were coming in. As a desperate team like the Blues are, and you thought, okay, it might actually be a pretty good game, especially
3: nope. coming off that Winnipeg game. I mean, the Blues mm-hmm. that, that was by far the the Blues' I,
2: most complete right. game of but, the season. But we saw it coming because they have this pattern of right. beating a team that they have no rights beating, right, and playing very well against them, and then they play and they, they followed up with a shitstorm of shit for two or three games,
3: right. Also, Friday nights they went on friday nights they're going to beat colorado friday <laughs> it's just going to happen but but
0: they're coming off a win
2: right uh where they played you know fine uh in this game a crazy bounce off the glass I, I thought the blues had a fairly decent start to this game they played fine uh early and then then comes the the shot over the over the goal you see the uh, the replay bill of this this was kind of funny yeah okay.
3: it, it reminded me of uh Patrick Laleem. Yeah.
2: That, yes. That, uh, Re- the Riendo, first. too. Happened yes. to Riendo, too. I yeah. remember, that so, uh, shout over the goal off the glass comes, uh, Alan doesn't know where it is, I'm, which is uh, understandable. He's, I mean, that's, who's gonna, no goal. He's going to pick that up. And uh, he's, I, believe me, I'm looking at the replays. I'm trying to find a reason this goes in, like, okay, would Alan screw up or not? No, he was fine. He was fine. And yeah, it, it just, it, it was a fluky, shitty goal. Um, not Allen's fault, but, uh, and so, and after that, it was kind of downhill. So that was, that kind of like deflated. I
0: feel like, yeah, that goal kind of led its way to the blues, just not playing well. After After that goal went in, the wind was really taken out of the sails for the blues. They, uh, like you said, they they came out with some fire and it was like, okay, they had a good game against Winnipeg. Let's see what they can do against a lesser Vancouver team, a team on the, on the outs and um, they look good, but then that goal goes in and, I mean, it was just ugly after that. It, it turned ugly quick.
2: Jake Allen's mass said in the uh, YouTube chat, Perron was benched. Can't bench your second-leading scorer. That was third against Vancouver. Uh, yeah, he was scratched for this game. And um, the, you know, Perron had a run of penalties, uh, a few of them bad um, penalties, and uh, that's his M.O. It always has been, uh, just taking a bad penalty every now and then, and uh, more often than he should, and uh, he, I, I, I mean, I don't, I wasn't keeping track of him, but I thought he had done a good job, a fairly good job of of staying away from the bad penalties this year so far. But uh, recently, he had taken quite a few, so uh, that you know, was one of the reasons why he was scratched. But I didn't like it, to be honest. I mean, he is a point producer, and I he- mean.
3: So I thought I thought that uh, he had started showing a few signs of of stagnation. He, he wasn't he wasn't moving his feet as much as he he had been. But to to his credit, the penalties primarily weren't offensive zone penalties, which has been the problem with him.
2: I think. Well, the game before the game before he had was it the game before? Yeah, I think it was had that really bad stupid penalty behind the goal was it it was behind it was, Winnipeg, behind, right? it was the, the, that was offensive zone wasn't it i think it was or was it defensive yeah, zone yeah so it, re, it? regardless it, it doesn't it doesn't even matter what zone it was in it was a really stupid penalty and uh which stood out to me because i hadn't seen a lot of that from him this season mm-hmm. and uh and then he was benched or scratched after that but i i, I don't i don't like
3: it I, to are, me but but the thing is are if braden Shen takes a bad penalty are you going to bench him no I, I, no, here, I, I don't get the singling out of David Perron.
2: I don't get the, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, maybe there are, okay, here's, here's the process that I think that things should go. If a player is doing things on the ice that the coach is not happy with, a talking to is warranted. Okay. talk. Sit him down, talk to him, have a meeting with him. Uh, go over. Hey, hey, this this is not this can't happen. We we you gotta stop doing this. Do this instead. Um, we've noticed a trend with you. We gotta fix that. Blah blah blah. I mean, have, or if that doesn't happen, if if you can't fix that, you're not gonna be playing. We'll scratch you. I assume that happened. You know, nobody knows except for Perron and and the coaching staff. But uh, I assume that happened. That has. If that didn't happen though, and you're just scratching guys to try and get them to fix whatever it is they're doing that you don't like. <clears throat> That's to me a little weird. Yeah,
3: I, not veteran guys.
2: No, not veteran guys, and and even even young guys. Right. Yeah, I, ta- I mean, it's, I, a, I especially
3: young learning. guys, to be honest, because that's a learning experience. You can teach them a thing. Right. And I hated Andy Murray for all the bullshit scratching that he did of Perron early in his career. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. I. I would. I would love to. I would love. I wished. Um, God, I wished. Um, I was
2: uh, a media member. Sometimes I would uh, love to ask these questions. I was like, "Well, uh, when you know, ask about the prawn scratch. Would oh, well, uh, ha- had you had conversations with prawn before about um, uh, things you were not happy with, and right. that led to the did, scratching?
3: Did you ask him to correct his behavior? Right,
2: right, Was it addressed in private before, or was the scratch the first attempt to get them to fix his behavior?
0: Well, and the thing that, that's driving me crazy about this too, and, and we talked about this with Mike Yo. And the, uh, the the Rob Tom- Robert Thomas and, and uh, uh, Jay Bo Meister scratchings in the next game, they're playing first, second, third-line minutes. I mean, why not throw him on the fourth line for the third period? Maybe that happened and I didn't notice it, but, you know, it was right. like David Perron was top six, then all of a sudden he scratched for a game, then he comes back the next game, and he's back on the second line. I mean – What's the point there? I mean, shouldn't it be a gradual process, not just a complete all-out benching? Shouldn't it be, hey, we're going to diminish your minutes. You're you're making some stupid plays. I'm not happy with what you've been playing. I'm going to send you to the fourth line for the next two periods. If you don't up your game, I'm going to sit you next game. You know, I mean, I don't understand the, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine, you're scratched, and we're going to put you right back where you were. It, It doesn't make sense to me.
2: Um, Allen was pulled, uh, well, the Conks were up five, nothing before the blues got on the board and Allen was pulled after allowing three goals on six shots. Uh, honestly, uh, nothing went well in this game, but as far as Allen goes, I, you know, it didn't look good at all in the second goal. Uh, could have probably had the third one. Uh, that was stoppable. Um, so the pulling was warranted for a couple reasons because I didn't think he looked particularly good. And then uh, uh, to try and give the team a jolt, but that didn't work. So, uh, Pedersen had a goal and four assists for a five point night. Second five point night against the Blues in what, a matter of what, 10 days or something?
3: Yeah, well, was it that? wasn't five goals.
2: Well, no, it wasn't five goals, it was five points. So, right. five goals resulted in a, a but yeah. whatever. Kyrou uh, got his first NHL goal in this game.
0: And then scratching, <laughs> sent down. <laughs> and
2: then, yeah, and then uh, sent down. So,
0: he. He didn't have a good game, though. No, right. he's
3: um, he since uh, the last couple times he's been up, the last few games that he's played at the NHL level, every time every time a puck goes to him and jumps off a stick, it just yeah. he he's I don't know, It seems like he's gripping his stick too tight, but he cannot control the puck. I was surprised to hear that he scored. Again, it was. I a, did not watch the game.
2: It was kind of a. I think it was a block shot. A rebound mm-hmm. came to him, and he kind of had a. It was kind of a broken play, a little little loose puck situation in the slot, yeah. and he just fired it by Longo. Mm, so. not Longo. I'm sorry, Longo. Um, who was it? Jacob Markstrom. Yes. Mm. Um, so he was the, traded for Longo. <laughs> the Blues were booed off the ice at home, rightfully so.
3: All three periods, from what I understand. Oh, was there, is that right? Yeah.
2: I actually, oh, yeah. I actually stopped watching the game halfway through the third. I uh, I went, it, it was a commercial break. And I went to something else, and I Didn't never came back. back. <laughs> yeah, I never came back.
3: I was, uh, I was busy doing some work at uh, my other property, and uh, thought, you know, oh, I put the game on and uh, checked it out. It was between the second and third, and five nothing already. Yeah, no, thank you.
2: So uh, Edmondson was uh, hit in the hand by the stick of Vancouver's Brock Boser. Uh, he left the game, didn't uh, didn't practice Monday, and didn't take part in Tuesday's optional pregame skate. So uh, Brube said Edmondson is day-to-day. So that makes two Blues defensemen uh, currently out with hand injuries, Edmondson and Petrangelo. And Petrangelo won't be reevaluated until after Christmas. So he might, uh, he might be out longer than that even, maybe in
3: January. Or he's on LTIR. So yeah. they do not expect him back.
2: No. And I... Uh, I don't even know how. I mean, reevaluate it at Christmas. That could be right. January or whatever before it gets back.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I've been even hearing like uh, like national—not national—but St. Louis media guys talking like, "Well, you're going to get Petrangelo back at Christmas." No, you're not. No. no. I mean, at the no. very best, they're going to reevaluate him and say, "All right, you can start skating in a couple days." Or actually, probably. I'm sure skating, he's skating. Yeah. You know. Start getting, Yeah, you can get back into practices in a couple days. But you're not even going to see him until, at the best, what two weeks after the reevaluation? Maybe like, we. There was a situation. They don't just they don't just jump him right back in. There was a
2: situation where somebody came back from was reevaluated, um, and he came back pretty quick. I forget who that was. That was in, within the that was this season, maybe, maybe around training camp time or something. Who was that?
0: Was it Sanford?
2: Maybe. Yeah, they uh, and they and I, I was surprised because usually, like you said, Jeff, the, that you are reevaluated and right. then you get a timetable of like maybe a week or two or three or whatever after right. that.
3: You're reevaluated, and usually that means you need time for something, some swelling right. to go down, maybe or,
2: or something to. Yeah. We'll check on the healing and we'll see right. what happens. But uh, apparently that he was pretty close, and so he began practicing again like uh, that same week or something, which was. So yeah, you never know, but we'll I I, we'll see. I think
0: best case scenario, he gets he oh. gets reevaluated Christmas time and then maybe first week of January. Yeah. But I would say don't even expect that. I would
2: yeah, I'd agree with that. That's that's a safe bet for best case scenario. Um after the game, Chad Johnson, who uh came in relief for uh Allen after the third goal and allowed three of his own. Uh was waived after Sunday's loss to the Canucks. What about Bennington? Hashtag what about Bennington.
0: <laughs> why why not Bennington? Come on, Kurt. I've... That's like the fifth time you've done that.
3: You got that. What fire. about Bin, I like What About Bennington better? Right, right. What about Bob? Right? It's, what about Bob? It's that familiar, comfortable feeling? Why not Bennington?
0: I'm, I'm starting my own show. I'm calling it why not Bennington. <laughs> Hashtag why not. A band,
2: the why not Benningtons? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh yeah i mean as predicted by many and ignored by some uh the blues goaltending is kind of a mess so um yeah johnson was claimed by anaheim so God. yeah no kidding his his 884 save percentage and 355 goals against average and his 1.75 million cap hit are gone
3: that may have been the best thing that ryan miller has ever done for the <laughs> st
0: louis blues
2: um <laughs> <laughs> uh, So
0: You know what's what's funny about that is uh, Carter Hutton was signed. And on this show, you can go back to that episode and listen if you want. Uh, I went on a rant about how that was a bad signing because Carter Hutton is not a guy that's going to be able to step in as the number one when Jake Allen falters. Uh, I was wrong, which I was happy to be wrong. Good for Carter Hutton. But then Chad Johnson was signed, and I said – Oh, this guy will be able to step in as the number one. He's done it before. He's great. What a great signing by Doug Armstrong! Boy, was I wrong. So apparently, I'm just as good at evaluating goaltending talent as our GM.
2: You know, it's funny because I, uh, when I looked at Johnson's numbers uh, to write this up for the show, and I, I was like, well, well you know, I was comparing that to Allen's numbers because Allen's numbers were just like Johnson's not too long ago, uh, before he went on his uh, his uh, nicer streak uh, recently. Um. And uh, so I was looking, and I'm like, so, the, okay, it, it, Jake's numbers right now are 899 save percentage and a 311 goals against average. And uh, so I, I was looking up at his uh, career stats. So the last four seasons, real quick, I'm not going to debate about this. I just wanted to mention it just, just for fun. Uh, his save percentage the past four seasons, so four years ago, working back towards present, 920, 915, 906, 899. Goals against average, 235, 242. Two seven five three eleven. That is trending in the wrong direction for four years straight. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what people are uh, seeing, what certain people are seeing, but uh, and and again, to give Alan credit, recently he has been a lot better. Recently, the past eight nine games. Uh, well, he was not very good against uh, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver. Vancouver at Three all. Three goals no. and six shots. Three goals and six bad. shots, and two of them were not good goals against. Uh, the right. third one was he could have had it. It wasn't a terrible goal, but he could have had
0: it. And well, we, it, the, the we problem to... that we see with Jake is that, uh, he get, again, we mentioned the, the first goal against that, that just bad, yep. unlucky break goal. That broke him. It broke him. It broke, him, it broke the entire team. It shows how fragile he is and the entire team. Sorry, Allen, apologies. I'm wanting to speak to everyone on this team, not just Jake Allen. Um, You know, I I think he will get into it, but I think he came back pretty solid the next game. But, I mean, that's something that is a, a huge problem. I mean, how many ugly goals are scored against in the playoffs for every single goalie, even the elite ones? A bad goal is going to break it every now and then. It's going to go in, you know, those dirty get into the areas goals, and uh, you know, it's it's that's concerning when you see a a, a goal just completely break a, a goaltender's confidence.
3: Right? Why why can't we get a a goal shot off the refs' dick? <laughs> <into that? laughs> those don't count.
2: It, it's consistency. It's the inconsistency that that is the issue. Right. He'll have stretches like he has. Had recently, and then all stretches like he did the start of the season. Right, remember just, that
3: one time he won us a playoff series?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. What two, two, three years ago? Yeah, that was that's his uh, that's his legacy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's it's funny too because I mean, every time he goes on a stretch like this, and maybe not so much anymore for me, but you know, I mean, how many times has he gone on a stretch where he just looks like he belongs among the elite NHL goalies? You know, maybe top ten. NHL goalies Mm. like he's been on relatively recently and so many people still think and and even me to a certain extent because I'm I'm trying to be an optimist with this team how often do you say maybe he found his game maybe he can keep it together maybe this is the Jake Mm. Allen but but the minute you start thinking Mm. that that's the case and I think Brent Johnson did this to us too (laughs) the, the minute that he starts playing that way, and you start believing. You know what? He figured it out. The next game, he has one of the worst games we've seen in a while. That's true.
3: He Sh- shoots the puck right in the Steve Eiserman shin guard right in the net. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't. I'm, uh, I'm getting that's... asthmatic. <gasps> <gasps>
3: Jeff's getting angry. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: I, that's true. That's true. Just just when you think, okay, how many times? Yeah, and like you said, how many times have we done that? Over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Oh, maybe he's figured it out. He's been good for a handful of games now, and then it goes the other way again.
3: Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I, there was a, a point last week, you know, when the the Flyers were coming off a seven to one loss, that I felt like, you know, is it really that crazy to think that, you know, if if there are two goalies in the league that need a change of scenery, it's Brian Elliott and jake allen and could could that just happen can we see what ha- could, <clears throat> could, could that happen but then i remembered that the flyers fired ron hextall and, right so yeah we're not that is less we're likely. not getting any more uh yori Latera for brain shed
2: My, might i might i say too that the four hands chocolate milk stop gooey butter cake uh-huh is really fucking
3: good Oh, yeah. yeah, it is good. Notice I don't have any of my left. It is
2: really. I mean, I have. I had it before, but I'm eating it now with the with the perfect pairing for my beer, and it is re- Mr. Blue's hat. Uh, forget that butte orange thing I suggested a while back. This the the four hands chocolate milk stout greek butter cake. That's where it's at. It's really good. Uh,
3: uh, available, you, at uh, it at? Schnucks, available at Schnooks
0: Markets.
2: Schnooks available at Schnooks Markets. Um, they uh, work together with four hands and they have it there. Now I don't know if it's still there. Because uh, I bought one a couple weeks ago, and then I went back just a few days ago, and they had one left in the oops-we-made-too-much section, you know, the clearance area for bakery baked goods. Mm. And they had one left there. So that was in the Schnooks in Edwardsville. So maybe your schnooks may have made more or have more. I don't know. But
0: mm. I'm going to have to go look. I might even go after our show's over.
2: Mr. Blue's Hat says, at least it sounds more manly. I wouldn't say gooey butter cake sounds manly, but I'd
0: say it doesn't sound manly at all. It sounds it's
2: it's neutral,
0: <laughs> maybe I don't
2: maybe a little more it says, girly.
0: It says the guy who was drinking banana rum a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah, <laughs> banana rum. Ah. I don't good. care what you good.
0: say. That's a hell of a drink when you mix it with Dr Pepper. Oh, I
2: yeah, I've had uh, the banana bread beer. That's pretty good. Oh, that
0: is good stuff. I like that too.
2: It's uh, who makes that? Oh shoot, um, it's a guy's last mm. name. The brewery, I think. Uh, Mr. Bluehead says, "I mean, gooey butter cake is way manlier than orange. Oranges,
3: yeah.
0: It's better than Bud Light. The fact Anything that it's got Bud Light. <laughs> the okay. fact that it's
2: got chocolate milk stout in it makes it more manly. Okay, I'll give you that.
0: Wells, was it
2: Wells? Wells, yes, Wells. Yeah. Um, I had it on the show once. It's good. I liked good stuff. It. Yep, yeah, for sure. Uh, like we talked, Bennington has been called up. He played one game in the NHL in his career in 15, 16 he allowed one goal on four shots in 13 minutes played in relief, uh, which gives him a 750 save percentage and 4.69 GAA, based on literally almost the smallest sample size you'll find for an NHL player.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, if memory serves, that was the Oilers that he got his chance against. Oh God, I don't know. At uh, At Edmonton, and uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was a bad game all around. Was
0: Was that not a breakaway goal, if I remember correctly? I want to say it was a breakaway and he didn't move. He pulled a Jake Allen on it.
2: <laughs> he got strong, had his weight on the wrong leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Jake. His, uh, so Bennington stats in San Antonio have been pretty good. He was eight, four and Oh, with a 13, uh, 13 games played 29 goals against with a nine fourteen save percentage. And the, uh, the San Antonio rampage website doesn't list goals against average for goalie stats. Mm. How stupid is that? Do they expect me to do math? I don't want to do Fuck math. That.
3: Fuck no, that noise. They they, yeah. they expect you not to care. <laughs> uh,
0: so uh, I wanted to say, too, that with, with Jordan Bennington, it's weird because, I don't know, he's kind of the guy that, that everyone's cast it off and said, you know, okay, this guy's a career AHLer, er But it, all he does in the NHL is he, he constantly has been putting up good numbers. It's, uh, you know, I think at this point, if we would have said, OK, the Blues are losing a goalie to injury or uh, they wave one or whatever, the one called up is obviously going to be Billy Huso. But Huso is not. I mean, granted that the, the Rampage have not been a good team either, but um, Bennington's been the one that's that's really kind of taken hold of that starting job in San Antonio. And
2: uh, Doesn't that suck? I mean, uh, the goaltending yeah. up here is like a big, huge question mark, and the goaltending there is like the opposite of what you expected it to be. It's just kind of a mess organization wide.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's a, it, it but it's weird because it, it makes you kind of say, like, well, shit, maybe we have not been giving Bennington the credit that he deserves. Maybe. I mean, we saw him up here, like you said, the, the, the smallest sample size you could ever see in the <laughs> NHL goalie, and, and he didn't look good. But that was one game. It was his first game, and it wasn't even a start. It was a, a relief appearance. Uh, so, you know, I mean, what, what, you know, Bill, you're sitting in the stands, and police say, uh, Bill Day, please come down and put your goalie pads on. We need you to play. Yeah, I mean, I, it's going to completely shell shock you, and you're not going to play as well as you possibly could in goal. So I think I'm interested to see him play. Uh, why not Bennington for the next game, if you ask me? Uh, or what about, but he would say. Uh, I, I'm excited to see him. I, I want to see him get in the game. I want to see how he does. I want to see his composure. Um, I've never seen anything of him outside of, of YouTube clips. I haven't watched eight hours of footage on him, but uh, I know some people probably have.
2: Uh, I don't, I, who are you talking about?
0: I don't know either. Uh but yeah, so um, I'm excited to see him play and, and uh and I'm gonna close my remarks here with why not Bennington?
3: <clears throat> yeah I'm anything but what we've seen so far, I mean the The, <sighs> the Jake Allen performance against Winnipeg was was solid. Hmm. He he made several very good saves. But the season to this point, has he been is so a professional goalie. He is capable of making those saves. <laughs> it's kind of what we expect him to do, right? It's what we need him to do. But I don't know. I, I, I just think to this point, the Blues goaltending situation has been so poor all season. I'm excited for anything else. Oh, me too. And uh, change and, is good, right? Change is good, right? It, uh, when when you're this shitty of a team change is good and I I love to see Bennington take you know take the reins here and I mean he's not going to get the opportunity game after game you know it's not a situation where even if he pitches his shutout he's going to get back-to-back games but I want to see him try
2: Bob Rakowski says uh the blues are the island of misfit toys anyway why not try him mm, why so, not why not what, Bennington? About Bennington? <laughs> what about Bennington? What
0: <laughs> about uh, You know, something else, and, and I know we talked about this when the trade happened, but Jake Allen's mask mentions uh, should have kept Copley. Yeah, this, that's still, that trade still boggles my mind that he was one of the few pieces you kept from the Oshie trade, but then the next season, you just turn around and trade him back to Washington.
3: Right, and he's had a – well, early on in the season, he had – some decent play going on. I, I I haven't followed him, but he looked better I mean, than he's, anything. He's a backup we had. now.
0: Right.
2: Uh Marcus McDonald said it was Carolina, by the way, I guess for Bennington's uh oh,
3: start.
0: Was it? I want to say that it was at home too.
2: Uh I'm not I d I I I don't Ooh. recall, so nah. I guess we could look it up. And um, I don't think it's worth it. And Jake Allen's mass says, can time be spent talking about Sanford's face <laughs> and trade rumors? Yeah, we're going to get into that uh, pretty quick here, actually. Anyway, yeah, and the and like you said, Jeff, the Rampage is not very good. They are last in the AHL Central at 10, 15,
3: mm-hmm. and 1. And so if Bennington's numbers were 8, 4, and oh, yeah, the rest lies on who so?
2: Uh, more or less. Well, yeah. I guess. I guess if those are the ones who have started the season, um, Fitzpatrick is now, I guess, the backup to Huso. And,
0: right. That was. And theory, if- he's he's like quietly been pretty solid, and they're kind of getting excited about him too. So we'll see.
2: Famous last words.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean that that was. I was surprised to see that pitched as a positive, and. Well, Chad Johnson's gone. <laughs> yeah, we needed a clear room for a guy to get out of the ECHL. So, Chad Johnson, pack your fucking bags.
2: Well, I guess Bennington's salary is, I guess, the minimum. I, uh, I didn't look at it, but uh, so that's say. Oh yeah, I did. It's it is the minimum. It's like uh, we're saving one point one million, right, in cap space.
3: Um, yeah, you know.
2: it's like it's, uh, it's one. It's like six hundred thousand something. Six fifty. I think he makes six fifty. Yeah. Because uh, uh 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 Johnson's was one point seven five.
3: well, I heard the official save was seven three quarters. Of oh million. well, like because
2: money of, money because wise of because of, because of, of the, the prorated right, because of the season. Right, yeah, of yeah, yeah. What's been spent? So I mean, but right. cap space though. Yeah. Because cap space probably factors in right? It, so and yeah,
0: six fifty. I think that's what Bill's making in his current position as well.
2: That's an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Uh, I have uh, uh, finished off the other beer, and I've, I've opened up the chocolate milk stout tiki from Four Hands, which uh, pairings are dark chocolate and grilled beef. Maybe not at the same time, but <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, it's, it's, got, it's, it's uh, basically their chocolate milk stout uh, with coconut, coffee, uh, milk, milk stout with chocolate, coffee, and coconut.
3: Why don't you why don't you go do some barbacoa on the grill? Hmm. Grill up some steaks. Ooh, Kurt's a fan. That's that's good. Yeah,
2: it's different. I'll try it. Yeah, sure. It's pretty
3: probably. good.
2: It's different. I like it. Um, oh, it's a blast for the past. What do you mean? Oh, the Blue, Blue Note, Sports, Sports, Bar Bar. Yeah. Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. Yeah, laser engraved. Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill, laser engraved mug. Nothing but the best for this show. Uh, so after this game, uh, the next practice they had, Bartuzo and Sanford got in a fight in practice.
0: Fight, fight! Wait a minute. That means the team's exploding, right? Everyone hates each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Mm. Mass hysteria.
2: The so I wanted to ask you, what'd you think about the book? Not mm. your, not a fan.
0: I don't know. I like it. I, I do it's, it's way it's I'm, way
2: different.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know. Maybe it's the 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 coffee. There's. Some confusion. I got onion out of that onion. <laughs> I didn't
0: get that. Bill, all right. Here's the problem, Bill. You need to wash the horse semen out of your mouth and then try it. <laughs>
2: that's the problem. Yeah, I can see it. You got a floss. I can see it right <laughs> now. Um, that's Stuff disgusting. Is pretty thick. That's disgusting. Oh yeah, it is. It's thick. It's like cottage cheese. <laughs> 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 anyway, so Bertuzzo and Sanford finds <laughs> him. Come on, stay professional. Let's move along. <laughs> was this a big deal, uh, t- Blues Twitter? There are a number of folks that lit into other Blues fans who didn't think this was a big. De- I don't think this is a big deal. I, I mean, this shit happens. Uh, it can actually be a good thing um, if you look at it from a certain perspective. Uh, and this shit happens. It, it, it does. And right. I, I, my opinion. I mean, if you guys feel differently, please say so. But uh, yeah, do you like no. everybody you work with? No, I don't punch them in the face either, though.
0: Well, not but everybody. Here's the
2: deal. This was a this was a battle drill. That's in why I practice. Don't work with Bill anymore. This was, a, this was a When we do battle drills at work, we don't. I mean, there. This was a battle drill. There's two guys fighting, battling for the puck. And that's what you're supposed to do. It, it And p- players are pissed. They're frustrated. They're stressed. And it got out of hand. And rumor has it, because the the video that uh, KMOV had... Uh, and this is the big I, deal, too, because this was, was on video.
3: It was video of video. Yeah, it was. That was bizarre. That
2: was funny. Um, but maybe he wanted to get out there right away, and it wasn't... I don't know. But he... This happens and you hear about you usually hear about it, you don't see it, but this time there was video, so I think it it took on kind of a life of its own for a day and a half or whatever um made the news you know if there wasn't video there wouldn't it
3: wouldn't be much at all. no one would care right it was it was raw emotion yeah on board sure. an an part an I mean,
0: example of 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 what Bill or what Kurt saying in there. David Backus and Vladimir Tarasenko got into it a couple of years ago. Yep. Didn't blow up nearly as much as this one did. No, because no, no, it wasn't video. No. Yeah,
2: and and that, and that's that's an even bigger thing because Backus, who can fight, was taking on your 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 all your number one all star uh, scoring player. That's like and,
0: and a captain.
2: Yes. Yeah. So that that was a much bigger story to me. Um, you know, your captain. Trying to put a beat down on your 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 number one score a couple years ago, so uh, th- this to me was and not to downplay what kind of guy Sanford is, but um, I like Sanford, uh, but uh, this this is not a big deal. People went off no. about how the team is falling apart, the world is ending, and and uh, am like chill out. Uh, I, I think mm. people that say this are like they have not been a part of a hockey team ever. I uh, just uh, that's mm. been like I mean, I, 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 hockey. It's we. It's a weird dynamic, and I don't think some people understood it.
0: Okay, let, let me I, ask I, Bill. Let me ask you. Okay. You you um, seriously, how many people do you work closely with at your company? Like, would you say you you see every day, you talk to every day about your what whatever it is you do?
3: Um, I I work in a pretty pretty small um. Kind of tight knit group, um, you know. I, I would say seven, seven close people.
0: Okay, so seven close people. All right, and I'm not going to ask you this question because, if in case any of them listen, I don't want you to have to give an answer here. Let's say one of those people you don't like. So one out of seven you don't like. There are 20 guys on this team, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. they don't like each other. I'm just saying that that maybe there was an argument maybe there's a, a you know you get into it with somebody at work and and yeah obviously you're not gonna throw down you're not gonna you know i'm not gonna punch
3: sp- somebody three times in the head
0: <laughs> no but you're also not gonna and, and try to, to like to bring it down to where our level is where we all work um you're also not gonna to stand up at your desk and just say hey man fuck you you know i mean that's you don't do that but when you're heated and you're mad what you do is you walk away, you ignore that person. You can't do that in a hockey ring. You can't do that when you're in practice. So when you have one or two people that are pissing you off, especially in a battle journal, there's nothing you can do. You just—it's just—it's emotion. It's heated. Right. You're pissed it's, off. Your team's not playing well. It's frustration. And,
2: and, and, plus, yeah. plus, and plus, fighting is a part of the game. I, I mean, yeah. not not in practice generally. But you see, know. you hear, the, the people, uh, You the teammates will fight in training camp. I mean, that, huh. that happens every year. Uh, the, the the I mean, you, you a guy's battling for a roster spot.
3: I mean, look at Carl Racky and Dean Youngblood. <laughs> <laughs> right, but they weren't on the same team, though. They were in training camp. Oh, that's camp. right, that's right, they were. They were You're in right.
2: training camp. You're right, camp. I stand corrected. Yeah, <laughs> That's right.
0: That's a good point. Um, uh, no, and and I I actually uh, I really liked what Art Lupo said, and and it was true from from all reports. Uh, he said shortly after that video was released, you know I bet at this point uh, Robert Pertuzzo and uh, Curtis or Curtis Sanford Zach Sanford have uh, have already talked things out and they're probably sharing a beer right now. And he's right. I mean, I, I again I say this every week that that I'm I've never played at the level these guys have, but. I literally got into with a teammate on the bench during a game to where a referee stopped play, yelled out to the owner of the rink and said, what the hell do I do here? And, you know, you got two teammates fighting on the bench because we were pissed off about a play, and I was yelling at him, he was yelling at me, and I took a swing at him. I got pissed. You know, this is when I was 21, 22. But guess what? Fucking... Later that night, we went out for a beer together, and we laughed about mm. it. Oh, my God. What the hell? We, What what idiots we were being. It, you, mm. it's, it's part of the game. It's emotion. It's You, you think about how much testosterone and how much adrenaline is going through you, even in drill at a practice. I mean, it's you can't control mm. it. And sometimes your emotions just take over. It's it's not hatred. It's not bad blood. It's just it's, it's very anger. True. It's frustration.
3: I, I once yelled at Kurt in the middle of a game, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, more than once, I think. I've heard that from a number of people on my team. <laughs> but I it was it was in the middle of a play and I, I was I was complaining I was, to the referee, wasn't I? I was, no, you were you were telling me to oh, tone it down. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> Which I do often which, actually which tip. Tip If you are ever engaged in a sporting oh, event with down, me, calm down. You do not tell me to calm down. Simmer you down. do not try Simmer to de escalate. You let me work through it, whether that involves me slashing somebody, <laughs> punching somebody. Let me work through it. In- Otherwise, it's just going to infuriate me. <laughs> and I'm going to
2: tell you to shut the fuck up. In short, this was not a big deal.
3: It was not uh, in the, in a sense where people are making out to be right. I, um, I don't like the fact that a teammate punched another teammate repeatedly in the head. I, I, I don't like that either, but I, I would rather it be a, you know, uh, a Jersey tugging, you know, uh, not, not, I don't think house. Right. I
2: think in, a, in an ideal situation, you'd never have a fight in practice. That's, I mean, but, but you know, it's not a, it's not an ideal situation,
3: right? It speaks volumes about where this team is. Sure.
2: And, it, and like I said, uh, this situation, the fight has a much greater chance of being a positive than a negative. In my mind, I think, I think people can say, look at and take a step back the, the players and say, damn, this is fucked up. We need to, you know, this is, the players are pissed. They're frustrated. And they care. Bartuzo cares. He mm-hmm. he's not good enough to not care when he plays. You know what I mean? Right. So he had he's he, right. he, he he can't afford to be apathetic. He cannot afford to be apathetic
3: and take shifts off. He can't do that. So he gives a shit, even though he does it all the fucking time and takes too many too many <laughs> yeah, uh, the well, ice penalties. But yeah. you know that's besides the point. Anyway,
0: and, you know, and, and obviously it worked for Bertuzzo because the next game, I mean, he took that anger and he channeled it. Towards Tim Peel's dick and scored a nice goal.
3: <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and and he really, it, it really wasn't his fault. The too many men on the ice penalty that that he took for the what third game in five. We've got we we do we do the league I think, and we have like nine and now. He, and how many times that. is he involved in that? I don't. know. I, I, I try jumps, not to keep track of that. Jumps off the bench way too fucking early.
2: So speaking of the disallowed goal. Uh, was a good segue because on Tuesday,
3: right, we need to get into the next game. Yeah,
2: well, we'll we'll breeze through this. <laughs> uh, Blues and Panthers. Uh, Blues won this one four to three. Played better, uh, much better than they did against Vancouver. Uh, with the score t- uh, score with a scoreless tie in the first period, they disallowed goal. So I want to talk about this if you guys don't mind. <laughs> Go, Go right ahead. Bertuzzo fires the puck in to the zone. Hard (laughs) (laughs) hits referee Tim Peel in the midsection, in the corner, in the cock, in the in the yeah, in the cock and balls, and uh, (laughs) the mommy daddy (laughs) button. and deflects towards the net, off Luongo's skate, and in. Super strange goal, uh, but as Bill and I kind of. Hinted to on Twitter, this exact same thing happened to me in a playoff game back in 1999. Mine didn't count either. So but, We
3: still won the championship.
2: And we still won the game. Day. We still won the championship of the game. Yeah, it was a championship game. It was. Uh, rule 85.4 states, in the initial rule book mm-hmm. states, if a goal is scored as a result of being deflected directly into the net, often official, the goal should not be allowed. Okay, so since the puck didn't go directly into the net, as it went off to first, by rule, should
3: this goal have counted? The uh, keyword here is directly. Yes, It did not go directly off Tim Peel's dick into the net. It went directly off Tim Peel's dick into Roberto Longo's pad or skate and then into the net. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it should have been allowed. Technically. So, yeah, I so
0: my... My thought was the exact same as Bill's, and, and I still feel that way. I think, I think you're going to see the the NHL rulebook changed uh, uh, because they've they've had the situation now where they have to go in and reword because directly is not it really it should be worded as directly or indirectly the way I see it. Well, here's the
2: deal uh, with that though. Um, if if it goes off Tim Peel and to a Blues player in front who redirects it past Luongo, that's indirectly. I think you have to establish possession at some point if you're going to reward it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, so so I'll say that that I have a friend that's a, a, uh, a certified USA Hockey referee, and um, he did kind of clarify this a little bit. He's a part of a uh, I, he's a part of a, a, a I think a referee group on Facebook, and uh, somebody actually did kind of break it down pretty nicely. I'll, I'll read his response uh, word for word here, and this this was today, so a little bit of um, clarity for me on this. He says, quote, the NHL clarify their interpretation after this call was after this was called incorrectly in a previous game this season. The interpretation is that a goal of a referee should be disallowed if it hits only a goalie, but not a skater. Quote unquote, directly here reg- disregards the goalie because it'd be entirely illogical and unfair to penalize a netminder for trying to make a stop on a puck. So... At the end of the day, I think this needs to be rewarded still. I think that and, – and he agreed. He said uh, – my, my friend, he said that uh, this will be uh, probably something they will review in the offseason to reward it so there's no gray area there. Uh, but I, I, it, that does actually make sense because you think about it, it goes off Tim Peel, and, and uh, Roberto Luongo reacts, tries to make the save off it, hits off him, goes in the net. You're going to penalize Roberto Luongo on that. It it makes sense that that directly includes uh, if it goes off the goalie as well. You know what though. But at the same time, I just I'm not a fan of that, and I think the way it's worded in the rule book, I think that should have counted personal.
2: You know what though. I mean, as far as like not penalizing the goalie or it's not fair to the goalie. You know, if it goes off an official, and say it, it redirects off an official, and it goes, he's Uh, the goalie can still, like if there was a Blues player in front, Luongo is still reacting to that puck coming to the net, and a Blues player could tip it by Luongo, and that would count. So, I mean, yeah, because at at what point, if that doesn't count, then at what point does a goal count after it hits off an official? Because pucks hit officials all the time, linesmen all the time. And I, I, you know what I mean. So it hits off a linesman, and then goes to a defenseman who loses it to a Blues player who passes in the front and scores. That counts. So I mean, I I think as far as you know, how what's the what's the time frame there? As far as obviously, if a a player gains possession of the puck, that should count as a goal,
0: right? Uh, Bob Boborkowski is asking the questions here on YouTube. He says in every other sport, the officials are part of the field of play. That's correct. Um, it would be interesting to see. Uh, and it's correct in the NHL I to say it yeah. as I'd say yeah. Well, um, it would be interesting to see, and, and this would obviously be a very crazy uh, scenario, where if a, let's say a, a, a quarterback throws the ball, it hits off the referee's head, bounces in the air, and then a player catches it. Is that it? That's a fair yeah, catch, right? that's a
2: catch. Sure, they're part of the field, just like the yeah. NHL refs and, and linesmen are part of the rink too. That's why if something goes off of them, play continues, except in the case of the puck going in net, apparently.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the part. Yeah, he, he also asked Bob Rukowski, was that reviewable. No, it's not a reviewable play, um, unfortunately. Uh, but I mean, it's it's reviewable by the NHL, not by the teams, if that's what you're asking. But it's it's an unfortunate play because, like I said, I mean, I get the 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 understanding of the NHL. I get well, the goalie should be allowed to try and make the save. Even if it goes off him. it's still directly off the official. I get that, but that's not worded in the rule book. If it's worded in the rule book, I got no problem with them calling that goal off. It's not worded that way. Right. And, and right. rule books, and Kurt, I think you were the one that said this on Twitter. They're supposed to be black and white. You're supposed to be able to look at a rule book and say, okay, there's no question what that means. Right. And there is a question there. So, when you look at the rule book and you read rule 85.4, you say, okay, well, that didn't directly go off the official. It hit the ice. It hit the goalie. That should be a goal, and it wasn't.
2: Right, and I and I, the spirit of the rule, I understand. When they wrote it, that's what they had in mind, I'm assuming. So I understand why it was disallowed because that's probably what the rule, when it was written, was intended to mean. But like we said, that's not what the rule says. The rule says if the puck goes directly in the net, it shall be disallowed. It did not go directly in the net. It went off Luongo. So, I mean, that's that technically by the book that should have been a goal. But, you know, the Blues won the game anyway. It doesn't really matter. But I think uh, for the sake of just being accurate,
0: I will tell you what it was when, when, I mean, we'll get into this, but when the Panthers made it 3 3, the first thought in my head was. God damn it, the blues should be up four
3: three right now. <laughs> um, you you wanna know what I took away from that goal? The the no goal? The no goal. Okay. That play. Mick Magoo is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I didn't uh I that I noticed on the super slow mo of the puck hitting to beal the dick that <laughs> All the (laughs) officials are wearing a patch on their shoulder that Mm. says Mick.
2: Mm. I didn't catch that.
3: And yeah, so I looked it up and yeah, uh, former NHL referee Mick Magoo uh, passed away November 23rd. Uh, He uh, had a stroke uh, mid-November and they found blood clots that they couldn't fix. And yeah, unfortunately he passed away.
0: I I thought you were making a joke. I had no no idea you guys didn't know that.
3: No, I I didn't no. know it and it's uh it, terribly sad. Um I I despised Magoo as an official the last couple yes. of years of his career. I thought he was the laziest guy he in a Blues versus Ducks game towards the end of his career. He this was after the NHL had brought in the uh the microphone where you have to announce you know St. Louis 25 2 minutes tripping. Magoo actually said that guy <laughs> 2 minutes roughing. It was yeah, I I I was incensed and I actually tweeted at the NHLOA. and said this guy's got to retire. And and now I feel terrible. Uh. He, he the if if you uh, if you go to the NHL NHLOA, NHLOA website and uh read about it there there are a couple of tributes on there about him and he's he was a beloved character mm. and uh yeah it's sad it's sad to to learn that but nhl officials association i guess yeah. correct
1: yes
0: yeah I, I mean i was never a fan of it Magoo, either but i mean i i saw an interview the other day with uh, uh paul stewart he was on um i want to say it was the predators broadcast and um he he kind of talked about how uh you know being an nhl official you're instantly hated the minute you put the stripes on but you know obviously you grow a rapport with players and certain guys respect you and and um Polster was another one i was not a fan of uh gary yeah. fraser that's another one but obviously these guys had connections and and you know they knew the right people and and they were good at their jobs at least at one point in their careers so you got to respect what they do, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was sad to hear about Big Google, but, uh, as a blues fan, he was, uh, he was not one of my favorites.
3: Yeah. Was it
0: him or Carrie Frazier that, uh, the Brett hall or somebody spit on, Oh, is that Carrie Frazier.
3: Mm. What
0: want to say? That was Carrie Frazier.
3: I think, I think it was, I think it was Carrie Frazier.
0: Yeah. Because (laughs) after that happened, I think it was Carrie Frazier. It seemed like every single call went against the Blues every single time. Like he had some vendetta if, against the Blues. Yeah.
2: If Carey Fraser is listening,
3: let us know. Did Brett Hull spit on you? <laughs> and, and there, there did uh, I, I think O'Halloran's still in there, but there are two two officials now that I feel the Blues never get a fair shake with Dan O'Halloran and Chris Rooney. Right? I feel like every time they they officiate a Blues game. Things just go sideways. So uh further into this
2: game, after the uh the no dick goal. The dick no goal. The no <laughs> goal off the dick. <laughs> the no dick. Whatever. No <laughs> dick goal. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. The uh we're far enough from the show. A, can...
0: Is it a no dick goal when Sidney Crosby scores? Yep.
2: That's a lot of dicks. Dick <laughs> dick, 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 dick. It's late enough for the show we can say that. It's after ten thirty. <laughs> Uh so uh Panthers score first, one nothing, uh Huberto's goal, goal. 29 into the game. Wrong. Uh, You're wrong. I'm not wrong. I corrected
0: you. It was Daddoff's goal.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was that's, a, right. that's right. That's right, that's right, that's
0: right. Sorry. It was a great setup by Jonathan Huberto. It was
3: right,
2: right. Kurt's
0: Kurtz off his own little world. He doesn't listen to us. I'm on my second bridge. He's, he's no. up so, here, Phil. I didn't and we're like way down here. I didn't
2: see that that correction. Um but yeah, it was a great pass from Huberto, yeah Yes, it was. I have it later on in the notes here, but um, a nice counter by Florida after the bad turnover by the Blues. This well, it was Pareko up yeah. to Steen. So, uh, people were actually uh, Florida's broadcast. They blamed Pareko for the turnover. Honestly, Pareko moved the puck up to Steen. It wasn't the best pass to Steen. It was kind of in the skates, but uh, Steen couldn't uh, mm.
3: couldn't corral it, and it was well, yeah. Where where on the ice did the, did Stein tried to play that puck. Was it? He didn't. He be, lost it. Was it between the the hash marks and the blue line? Because it, it the was. Blues should never try to play there. It, well, the thing just is, the, shoot
2: the here, puck here's out, the Parico. here's the thing with that play, because Pareko has a few options there. He has an option to go to Steen. He has an option to just try and shoot it up, fire it out the middle, which you know is risky. He
3: Could score from where he is.
2: Meester was down from down to the side of the net wide open, no one on him. He could have just passed the puck back into the zone and players could have reset, maybe a line change, whatever, and then come out of the zone. But he tried to go to Steen, maybe the worst option of the three he had because Steen was not wide open. He had a couple guys near him and uh, the pass was kind of in his skates and he was blanketed and coughed it up and then they scored. So not, not a great decision by Pareko on the play. Um, Mm.
0: Well, well not, not, not a great to cut not breaking slack steam. here because no, it was a no. bad decision like you said, but um that type of play it happens a lot where where a defenseman will try to fire it up to a forward thinking you'll you know okay, this is a good shot here, he'll will work it out, he's a skilled guy, and it doesn't work. Uh oftentimes the play gets broken up on the way back. Uh, the, you know, the other team will just shoot it in for a line change or whatever. Like you mentioned in your notes here, Kurt, uh, the counter by Florida on that play was just phenomenal. It was. I mean, they, they did everything right to 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 bring it back down, get Dadnov open, and get him a, a good shot on goal. Um, as you said, Huberto, hell play. I mean, that guy's a hell of play. Yeah. He's leads the league in points right now. Is that correct?
2: Is he really? I think I, so. I it's nuts. It, that, that, and to be honest, I mean, that was a fantastic pass, fantastic play by Florida after the turnover. Um, I guess you could say Preko lost his man behind him, but it was a really good play. I mean, it's just apples, oranges. You could, yeah.
3: And it's not something but, you ever want to do is lose your man behind you. No.
2: <laughs> right. If you're going to lose a guy,
3: keep him in front of you. <laughs> usually it gets pretty painful pretty quickly. You're right.
2: Um. So that was the only goal of the first period. No goals in the second. Uh, then the Blues finally broke through in the third, and uh, kind of uh, scored not at will, but they scored uh, four goals in the third. So, um, Barbashev after Florida hits the post, which was in my mind, I guess the turning point of the game because Florida hits. The, if Florida goes up two nothing, obviously Barbashev doesn't score, and Florida probably wins this game. Yeah. So, uh, Bar they hit the post. Blues go the other way after uh, uh, Sunquist intercepted a pass uh, uh, right as the power play was expiring mm-hmm. for Florida. And uh, went the other way. Two-on-one didn't uh, didn't uh, materialize uh, as far as the pass across. was deflected away. And then uh, Thomas made a nice play, circling right. behind the net, passing right. back.
3: I thought it was great instinct by him not to peel off and turn back towards the neutral zone, right. pinched on the boards, took the puck behind the net, and what I – what i really love about his game is he doesn't hesitate to make the pass he didn't wait to get clearance around the net he got around the net and had the confidence to throw a pass out in front when nobody was set and that's that's the thing about the blues play how many times have you heard me say the blues are the best in the league at letting the lane shut down yeah he didn't do that he he made an Awesome pass, through a seam right out in front, and Barbashev had it and scored. Beautiful goal.
0: I was way up on Huberto. Uh, tied for fifth in assists. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I knew he was up there in something, and so I, I apologize. And tied he had, for fifth, which which is still pretty good for a, a pretty low-level team right now.
2: Yeah, he had a good game, too. I thought I was impressed with him that game.
0: Florida has some really skilled players. Man, that, that play by, by Perron... Uh, just a, a beautiful. I, I mean, I'm sorry, Thomas. Thomas to Barber. Thomas to Barber. Thomas. Thomas is looking to me way more comfortable every game. Right. Uh, well, he's think,
2: getting more ice time. He's playing with yeah, up, he, he up a he line.
0: Took a step back, I thought a, a couple weeks ago, but I'd say the last five or six games, and, he started you, he, to look he, like he belongs.
2: You know, everyone. Everyone. People complain about certain players being streaky. Everyone's streaky. <laughs> To some degree, I mean, yeah. to be honest, I mean, no one's going to be consistently racking up points, and if you are, you're a ten million dollar a year guy. So I mean, it's. it's I think I think uh, it's not really fair necessarily to say that Thomas, oh, you know, he's he's struggled the past few games. Well, who doesn't struggle every right. every for a few games every now and then?
3: Right. And, it seems like he does get some bad penalties called on him. that like, that one, holding call that was bullshit. Oh my god. That awful. That, oh, yeah. that is that was terrible. And he laughed it off, <laughs> took it, and and he, he came to. out of the box and set yep. up that play.
2: Yeah. Right. Um I think the official who called that, uh, they said it was his 20th game, so he was uh, yeah. he was a noob too. Yeah, a lot of
3: a lot of young refs in the NHL. That's probably a good thing, I guess. Yeah. I no, it is. It is. Except that Tim Peel's still there. <laughs> it gets it the dick. Well, um, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, now
2: he's Tina Peel. <laughs> uh, 11 seconds after barbershev scores, uh, Perron scores. Two, put the Blues up two to one.
3: And I want to complain How about that. About that. Cause I don't expect the blues to score that quickly. <laughs> I want to hear it, the count off. I want to hear the count. Yeah. It, well, I, I went upstairs. I went upstairs to, uh, you know, take care of the dogs and come back downstairs. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Two to one. What the fuck?
2: That was, that was, uh, beautiful. Panthers are turn the puck over in their own zone. After the blues dump the puck in after the ensuing faceoff, after Robert Shev's goal and, uh, Matheson tried to whip the puck up the boards. Schwartz intercepts, gives a quick pass to Prawn, who uh one times it by Luongo over his glove and bingo bango bongo. A one timer. I know, right? What a novelty. Maybe he should teach it how to how how, Tarasenko how to shoot a one timer. Maybe he should. <laughs>
0: that was that was uh I wasn't expecting that. Like you said, Bill. The minute that uh that he took that shot and it went in, I thought the fuck are we watching the right team? Now? I know. Like, See, that's that's what happens against them, not right for them.
3: Schwartz Schwartz showed everything we love about the guy: speed on the wing, cut behind the net, great setup. And we took advantage of a turnover in right. the offensive zone by a defenseman wearing 19. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we we were the beneficiary of a turnover this time, instead the other way around uh and Brown scores again less than 10 minutes later on a, on a weird goal yeah. which i thought this was
3: another one timer yeah wasn't going anywhere which, near the net but this it went in
2: where he shot this puck from was almost the exact same spot he scored before right and except, it was the same kind of play
3: yeah except that the shot was going right oh yeah it was like 20 <laughs> feet wide
2: <laughs> i know no i think it was a pass i'm pretty sure it was passing yeah. to i think it was to, thomas to sh- no was no it shen. shen it was shen. shen to the side of the net yeah who was uh who was open
3: yeah, but it and goes it, off. Yeah. It goes off a, a stick or what? And yeah, uh, it was. Uh, um, who was the defenseman? It was. Um, I don't know. Oh shit! It wasn't Matheson? Was no, it wasn't Matheson. I was assist. hoping it was Matheson so that we could make more J. Bobies or jokes. Don't wear nineteen and be a defenseman in St. Louis. Vetrano's stick. Yeah, went up yeah, Frank Vetrano.
2: Yep. So, yeah, and then uh, so hey, three to one. Things looking good, right? Two right? goals.
0: the brakes go the blues wave Goal once.
3: lead.
2: I know breaks going the blues ways, right, and we're right. up three to one, third period. We came back and uh erased the one goal deficit in the third period. Boom, 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 three goals. Fantastic. Great. Yeah. Worst lead in hockey. Yeah. And then uh Panthers score 34 seconds after Perron's goal. Fuck.
3: Um the shot by Pissick. God damn it, Jake Allen. You gotta fucking make that sound. That
2: that was my that was my comment here too. I agree. Um we had just scored to go three to one in the third period and you give up a softie. God damn, it oh. was fucking soft. Yeah.
0: Listen, that I mean, I thought that was a good shot. But eh. that's 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 one he needs to save. I mean, all uh, the time. All the time you see you see guys make good shots that a goalie just I, whips out of the air, you know, I, and that was just one that he had to have. I'm go-
2: right through him. I'm going to disagree with you, Jeff. I think the shot was you Don't think that was a good shot? I think the shot was fine. But here's the thing. He shot it from just just uh, above the left faceoff dot, and he beat Jake short side on a shot that Jake saw. Now Bertuzzo did cross in front of him, but the lane was clear before the shot was let go. So I I, I well, really I, I, I really think that that's I mean you get beat from that angle short side, at, at, it's not top corner. You know, it's it's over. It's above his pad. That's that's on that's on Allen.
0: Well, and I've I've had I've had goalies tell me, and Billy, you, you can probably clarify how far out he was, even if he was screened right before the shot came through. That's enough time for the goalie to pick it up. Yeah, you know, I, I've had a goalie tell me like, there's been times where where I'll screen a guy, I'll move my foot so he can see the shot come through, and I'll be like, oh man, I'm sorry, I didn't give you enough time there. No man, you gave me enough time. I mean, you you let me see it off the stick. That's all I need. So, yeah, I, I think he had enough time to read it. Yeah. I'm not saying that that, that that Jake's not at fault for that goal at all. I thought 100% needs to make that save. I just thought Pissick took a, a, an opportunity that he saw oh. and put it where he knew he could put it, short side, <laughs> because that's where Jake gets beat constantly. And well, he took advantage.
2: There's never right. a bad shot on goal when you're shooting on Allen, right? I mean, that's harsh. That's bad. That's harsh. I'm sorry. I shouldn't I, say that. I, I, I was gonna make
3: the <laughs> exact same joke. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. you almost gonna be spilled beer. Here's the, he knew who was in net. <laughs> right. And knew who was in goal. It, it was, was a it was a
2: good shot in a sense that it was a. I mean, obviously was, he's shooting. I mean, right. you should shoot that puck there. That it was a good. It was a good decision to shoot the puck. It, but, right. Yeah, it, I agree with that. But right. uh, yeah.
3: Allen Allen was. Out of position, deep in his net.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And got beat short side, not high. Right. On a sh- shot from that angle is not good. Right. When he had time to save it and see it.
3: Okay. So, Jake Allen's fault. Yeah. Okay. We all agree. <laughs> next.
2: <laughs> um, next. And then Hoffman ties the game for Florida with 6.46 remaining.
3: All Pareko's fault, right? Uh,
2: turnover in her own zone. Uh, Pareko has the puck in the corner, moves up to Steen. Steen fails to clear the puck when he had plenty of time. Wait,
3: that sounds a lot very like similar. the first goal.
2: Except this one, Steen had a lot more time, and there is no arguing this at all.
3: Uh, puck shipping out. Yeah. So, I mean. But how is Hoffman all alone in front of the net for that goal?
2: Three problems with his goal the turnover, Breko lost Hoffman in front. He did. He and Boemister switched right before the the goal, as Boemister was eyeing the puck carrier as the puck moved to the far corner. Uh, Preko didn't stick with Hoffman as he cut to the middle between Jabo and Preko, and by the time Preko recovered, it was too late. It was real fast, bang bang play, but Preko still missed his man there. That's I mean, because Preko was going nowhere. There was he 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 kept skating towards the uh, away from the goal for like a half second, and uh, there was no one there. He wasn't going anywhere. He should have stopped when he in front of the net. and He didn't do it. Uh, when when Jabo pulled off to go to the puck carrier,
0: here's the problem. He thought he thought, okay, Steen's getting this puck out, right? I mean, that was that, well after that was though. Thought, that was the thought of 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 fifteen thousand people in the building. That's 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 out of the zone. So I I don't I don't fault Pareko on that, but at the same time, you have to be prepared. You have to say, hey, in case he doesn't get this puck out. This guy who's been outstanding for Florida this whole season is streaking into the net. I need to be ready in case something happens. Uh, until the puck's out of your zone, you need to play it like the puck's in your zone. You know, I mean, it's has got a hard concept.
2: I think he had plenty of time to adjust because it, it wasn't like the turnover and then the goal. It was there was a few there was a few passes. I think he had plenty of time to recover. I I I, I love Pareko. But I, I, I mean, the, 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 like I said, three problems, the turnover by Steen, awful, uh, and the play by Pareko in front. I didn't like it at all. And then no. to be honest, uh, I didn't like Allen's playing this either. I, I, he was, I went back. I'm like, why is he down? He went, he went, he was on his, he was down on one knee for four or five seconds as Ford worked the puck from corner to corner. And, uh, and he was, and then he was down when Hoffman got the pass in front and he couldn't, he couldn't recover and the puck beat him high. So I, I thought he was down way too early and way too long. Um, granted, that was the lesser of the three evils in the play, but um, I thought he didn't help anything with, that, with his being I, down. Uh,
0: I, I was – I don't know. I mean, how often do we see this team – and I know that every team could say this and, and every fan base could say this, that, oh, you don't get the puck out of the zone when you can. It's going to end up in the back of your net. I feel like this season with the Blues – that ha- I mean, that is 90% of the goals against. I mean, you oh, you break down every goal against. It, it starts with the Blues turning the puck over in their zone, uh, not clearing the puck when they should just clear it, and trying to make the fancy play. Um, man, it's basics. It's basic hockey. I mean, I just yelled at a guy the other night on my ice team for uh, uh, taking the puck, and instead of just clearing the puck out when we were all tired, he tries to move it to his winger uh, on the other side of the blue line, and it gets picked off. Guy skates up the middle and scores. I mean, your first, the first thought in your head should be, get it past the blue line, and that was not Steve's first thought, and that, that's gonna kill you every time. But
3: that's the exact play that has plagued the Blues for the last six, seven years. Get the puck. Anywhere between the hash marks and the blue line, the other team pinches, causes a turnover, and scores. I I would venture to say that probably fifty percent or more of the Blues' goals given up five on five over the last five years are from that kind of play. It just seems it's like way too yeah way too frequent it, in occurrence.
2: I think it, it, the, for some reason. This season, the Blues play I, a lot of the the far too many goals are scored against them. It's I, I find myself thinking that it was just a bad defensive play by the Blues, or bad goaltending by the Blues, or bad coverage in the zone by the Blues, as opposed to a really nice play by the other team. I find myself because if, if if the other team makes a really nice play, I'll be like, man, that was a good play. I mean, you just. Tip your cap and 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 go to the faceoff dot at center ice, but just so many times this season, it's like, oh God, that was just a terrible play by us to give them that opportunity, and that's a problem. Or the or the, you know or the goal should have been stopped. Or it's just way more this season than any time since the mid two thousands that I can say that. Shen gets the game winner with under four minutes to go in the game. Thank God. Uh Good work by Perron and Shen behind the net. Uh, they work the puck to the point to Dunn, who lets a shot go, and Shen is in front to tap the puck into the empty net off a rebound, uh, but not before kissing off the post. Holy shit! <laughs> Shades of Troy Brower versus Chicago right, almost. <laughs>
3: right, lots of that on Twitter. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, uh, Tom Timmerman said it. You said it. Saw a few other people say it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was like, I, he he, kind of chipped it and or pushed it towards the goal, and it's fluttering, sideways, and it hits the post and spins like a thing like a top as yeah. it just goes in. So I just, oh god.
3: Yeah, and you know, I I think the, the Blues, the last three goals the Blues scored, all came off of quick shots at the net. You didn't. You didn't see people cradle the puck and wait for their opportunity. They got it. They released it. Which is, that needs to happen so much more often okay. with this team. I'm gonna say
2: I, I, that needs to happen so much uh, more often with uh, your goal scorers. Mm-hmm. They, they, your key guys like Peron did this game. Right. Shot. Bang. Bang. Oh, it's on the tape. It's off. A Matter of a blink of an eye. Right. Does, As opposed to players like oh I don't know Tarasenko who. Uh, Fantastic talent, frustrating to to watch right. a lot of times.
3: Tarasenko and Petrangelo are yeah. so bad at overhandling the puck.
2: Yeah, let the shot go. If you, if you're going to shoot, get it off. I mean, I understand the whole th- thought process of uh, and the uh, and the uh, uh, attempts to create a shooting lane uh, by faking a shot or or, or whatnot. That's different. Um, but not getting the shot off quick enough when you have the opportunity. It's been my knock on players like Tarasenko for a few years now. It's just something I noticed. He just does not get it off as quick as he should. And he doesn't have a one-timer. So that's a problem because he'd he'd have 20 more goals in his career if he'd develop a one-timer. Right. So. um, I thought Florida played a pretty good game in this game. I I was actually entertained by their play and the Blues played fairly well. I... um, I thought that they had some excellent sequences where they moved the puck beautifully, like on the not Huberto's goal, the goal he assisted on the first one. Dadnoff. Yes, Dadnoff.
3: Right. No. Huberto is just I mean, he's a phenomenal talent. You know, the He's the uh, he's the uh person I submitted to St. Louis Game Time for the uh
2: the lookalike. Yeah. I, I, I him in pink because of the hair. He, yeah. he, he had yeah. like a kind of a Mohawk thing going on. Yeah. So I, I like
3: that. I, I submitted uh, um, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. but I know they've done that before. I'm pretty sure I was at a game, a Vancouver game. Someone else submitted that too. Yeah, I that, saw that. That's just yeah. It's it's too easy. I'm glad I didn't win. <laughs> that was lazy.
2: Um, people on Twitter too uh, after the Blues won because there's really no pleasing some folks on Blues Twitter. The Blues won. It should be, you know. For folks who want them to win and not the Blues to lose, for Hughes, they they're still complaining. oh, you know we we blew a two goal lead to a shitty team like Florida, and then we barely won. I'm like, no, we we are the shitty team. That's exactly. What, Florida is ahead of us in the standings uh, uh, league wide, so they have more points than we do.
3: Right, check yourself. We are the <laughs> shitty team. I was like,
2: I, what in what world are you living in? Where I was like, um. Yeah, what do you mean a team like Florida? Or, they're ahead of us. They have more points than we do. So, I mean, like, what, what do you... I, I get that we're we, everyone thinks we're supposed to be better than we are, but we're not right now, so... We are who
3: they think we, we are. We are
2: who we think they are. <laughs> um. So, today, uh, I, I kind of a, a lot of... There have been some rumors with uh, Petrangelo and Pareko as far as trade rumors is concerned, mm. but today it was interesting because... Uh, uh today was the day that may go down in Blues history this season anyway, as the day Jeremy Rutherford was misquoted. <laughs> he uh he yeah, he uh he basically said uh he did say uh Armstrong is listening to anything. To my knowledge, the Blues have not called teams or informed teams that everyone is available, but some clubs were under the impression that Army would consider trading anyone, including Tarasenko. So I think uh a lot of people basically took Rutherford's Tweet. I think he tweeted before this too about uh, Armstrong listening to offers uh, for anyone. Basically, I think the gist he gave um, and people took that is Armstrong is putting everyone on the block. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what he said. Um, complete hockey news, which I don't even know if they're legit or not, but whatever. Um, they're not. Would anyway. yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, the same as the Blues, have been, but TSN, <laughs> TSN rolled with. Uh, a uh, picture of Tarasenko and a quote underneath saying, everything is open, even Vladimir Tarasenko. You know, I heard Vladdy is available. GMs around the league have said that they're hearing the big names are all on the block. And they credit that quote to Rutherford, which I think he did say right. because, But he didn't say that Armstrong said that. So.
0: No, right. this was... This was a shit storm. I mean, this, <laughs> that's the only word I can use to describe it. I it mean, blew up quick, too. Yeah, Jeremy, all he said, friend of the show, Jeremy Rutherford, by the way. Guest uh, of the show. All, all, all he said was that basically uh, Armstrong's taking calls, which a team, I mean, I mean, I think we've talked about this before. Any team is going to take calls uh at at this point in the season um for anyone but when you're a cellar dweller like the blues are you're definitely going to be taking calls i he's not calling people up all right i want to trade tarasenko schwartz petrangelo and pareko he's not doing that and and nor will he probably ever (laughs) and it's just so funny to see people think that's what he's doing but it's it's hey you guys want to call me with a trade offer? I'm listening. That's all it is. I mean, it's like on uh, when, when I play NHL 18 or 19, I yeah, I don't really propose a lot of trades. I let them come to me and I say, yeah, you go ahead and call me with a trade. I'll let you know what I think. It's it's not it's not anything that a GM not already doing. And for people to blow it up into something it's not was just absolutely ridiculous and made Rutherford. I'm sure it made him pissed. I don't well. Want
2: he to he had either. to he had to come out with a thing and say here's what was said, here's what's not here's what uh, is was not said, and uh, basically he's saying that no, we, I did not say that. Um, what's funny about it though is that as I and you, this is like uh, you can set your clock to this, that as soon as any team any team I don't care who it is, puts somebody uh, the rumor is that. Oh my gosh! One of their star players, one of the best players in the league, is rumored to be up on the trade block. What what city says? Well, oh, be a good fit here. We'll, we'll take them. Uh, we'll offer this. It's almost it's a done deal. Rumor is going to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto media is like, oh, you, your best player is available. Um, yeah, we could we could see this happening. I think the so we'll start a rumor now that uh, Tarasenko to Toronto or Pareko to Toronto, Pareko potential to Toronto. Mm. That's the Toronto media always says, oh, uh, you're a star player's available? Oh, okay. come to Toronto. Every time. Never fails. And it happened today.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Toronto's been, they've been running with, um, with Pareko. They've been running with Tarasenko. Um, years ago, I think there was rumors of Bacchus and Oshie. I mean, it, it's, it's every play. It's funny because, uh, you'll always see like, uh, like John Tavares, which obviously he ended up in Toronto, but, there was rumors that that he was going to get traded last year. Um, You know, so many people were tweeting, well, he's getting traded to Toronto. That's the only destination. You know, it's, (laughs) it's every player that you hear about that could be available. Well, he's going to Toronto. It's obvious.
2: Right. Yep. I mean, look at Tavares. He's going to Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, uh, Rodney Metz had tweeted out, uh, if the Blues trade Tarasenko, I'll never spend another dime on anything Blues-related. I think it's an overreaction. <laughs> you know I, mean, I said I, that. I, I, I get that. I get that. You know it might be your favorite player and all, but what they if traded, what if they get better? I they, mean,
3: they traded Brett Hull. I, and within four years were within a game or two of going to the Stanley
2: Cup. Let Brett Hull walk. Yeah, they let him walk, didn't <laughs> Yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah,
0: What's
2: cares? the difference? Let him go. Uh, they traded Chris Pronger. They traded no, Chris Pronger. I was, I
0: was going to say, I, that's actually the one that I I used to say that when I was a teenager. If they ever trade Chris Pronger, I will never follow this team again. And guess what? The day they traded him, I said, eh, well, that sucks, but I'm still a fan <laughs> of the team.
2: Well, and they, they didn't <laughs> get better. If they, I mean, they got worse, But the th- which was hard to do at the time. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they trade Tarasenko and if they get better then what's the problem i mean if, if I, to me anybody is available if you can get better by trading them i don't i mean i don't understand the philosophy behind getting so attached to a player that you want to keep him even at the expense of the team not you know being worse by having him on the team as opposed to trading him getting better that makes no sense to me
0: yeah i mean it, it, we've uh, i mean we've talked about this before that, that if if we were gms we would be taking calls all the time. Like we would never have to announce. Yeah, you know, we're we're uh, anyone who wants to call me about uh, potential trade, I'm, I'm looking to make some moves. I would I, the minute the day I get the job, I'd email the other thirty GMs and I'd say, hey. Everyone's available all the time. What do you got? <laughs> right, I know. You know what I mean? Why not? Just see what what's out there, what you can get, and how you can better your team.
2: Maybe that does happen too. Maybe maybe it happens where GMs always floating offers uh, occasionally a team saying, "Oh, I'll give you so and so for so and so." Why why not? I don't know. I mean,
0: I like to think of it as like a, a fantasy, a, a Yahoo Fantasy message board. Like, uh, hey, uh, looking to unload uh, Tarasenko. All right, I'll send you uh, Krug a first and next year's draft, and <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, two Rask. You know, I mean, it, I, I don't think that's at all what it is. But but whenever I think about people saying, you know, oh, how could he be throwing this guy out there? What do you think he's writing on a message board? There's like a GM message board of, "Hey guys, it's me, your friend Dougie, looking to unload a couple guys. Uh, here's the guys on the list. Check mark, check mark, check mark." Bracco, Petrangelo, Tarasenko. And mean, that's not—that's not at all how it is. It's hey, you want to call me and talk to me and, and and tell me what you're offering up for any of my players? I'm gonna listen. Yeah. Which I don't blame him one bit for doing.
3: <clears throat> you're wrong, Jeff. It's Reddit r slash NHL GM trades. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be amazing.
3: I love Reddit.
2: Uh. So uh, Bob Cole, the voice
3: of uh, Hockey Night in Canada. It's coming up on the end. Yeah, April 6th. If you have not seen this beauty, if you've not witnessed a Bob Cole called game, do yourself a favor right now and Google Bob Cole, everything is happening. (laughs) One of the most amazing calls I've ever witnessed watching a live game. Um. Yeah. Fifty years hockey night in Canada, Montreal, Toronto, April sixth, the final night of the season. He's calling his last game. Tune in to watch it. Yep. It. It is. This is. Bob Cole is in the same league as Dan Kelly. When you said you wanted to talk about that, I I pulled up a bunch of
2: the calls on YouTube. There's you know ten greatest calls by yeah. Bob Cole, and uh, I'm just in the watch and I'm like oh, it just sounds. Just, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I didn't grow up with hockey night in Canada, you know, right, I'm in the U.S. Right. and I didn't get it. We're stateside; we right. didn't get that. But uh, you see clips, and you yeah. and with the advent of uh, uh, watching every initial game, um, you got to hear some of it. So that's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I love the call, especially uh, playoff games, big moments. You know, you, you get it on
3: YouTube; it's fantastic. It's great stuff. Yeah he he was he was the first one to use. Oh, baby. Was he? He was. <laughs> he, and so he Ken does Wilson's a, a thief. I, well, Ken Wilson knew where to draw from. He he does it very well, and he doesn't overdo it like <laughs> Ken Wilson.
2: <laughs> well, Ken Wilson had a line of clothing, too. said, Oh, baby, on it. So. Right,
3: right. I, God, uh, God bless you know, Ken Wilson. He was a gem. For a, while, for a long while, the I mean, his, his the first exposure he got in the St. Louis market was the Monday Night Miracle. Yep, it was beautiful. But at the end of his career, it was nothing but four sto oh, babies. The Blues pull it off, very, and it's unbelievable. Oh, baby! <laughs> but Bob Cole, he, his his o baby was effortless and beautiful, and God you bless know, him.
0: You know, funny? is um there's a game for the uh this is gonna bring some people back uh for the sega dreamcast oh for those that had that uh which was an excellent system it just came out at the wrong time came out at the same time as the ps1 and it was just oh uh, just got destroyed but anyway that's for my gaming podcast we'll talk about that later <laughs> uh but uh no i uh, um they had a game called nhl 2k it was obviously when uh you know right around the year 2000 and Bob Cole was the announcer in mm. that game, and I remember that was the first time. I mean, I had heard him before, but I remember thinking, "Who is this guy? He is fantastic." Who is this guy? So I went on. Uh, uh, was it uh, what was it? Postnet? Was that what it was called? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Called oh, Postnet, and I said, "Hey, uh, announcer, in NHL 2K Dreamcast. Who is that?" And right away, like people responded, and I are like, "Oh, it's Bob Cole. He's one of the best announcers in the NHL." Wait, well, it was and
2: Postnet. I, so, it's, no, it's Bob Cole. You dumbass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> fucking American. moron. You must be a stupid ass teenager living in your mom's basement. Um, <laughs> Keyboard warrior, you. i, I say the guy's name was Jamie. That said it to me it was weird. Really oh yeah. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> that's <laughs> weird. Jamie,
2: Jamie Livers, right? Jamie Livers.
0: <laughs> that's just but weird, uh man. but no I I um I, and I started listening to more of his calls. I want to I want to say wow to to really go back. I think a couple of his calls were on e-bombs world before Oh, YouTube. wow. <laughs> Jeez. I'm really going back at the time machine here. I'm Did you share
2: that on mind. your MySpace page or Friendster?
0: Yeah, yeah posted it on my MySpace um, <sighs> and, uh, you know, what? my profile song. Um, but, okay. God, that was annoying, wasn't it? MySpace a lo- a- profile song. A lot
2: of things were annoying about MySpace. Oh, the backgrounds, oh, yeah. and you couldn't read shit because people yeah. –
0: I would, like, go to uh, – it would be, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'd be, like, on my computer, and I wouldn't realize that I had the volume up. If I didn't click on someone's page, and music would blare, videos would blare. Oh, what the fuck? That was the worst. Anyway, that's that's a that's a radio rant for you. Uh, but, no, I, Bob Cole is fantastic. I mean, somebody who, who always wanted to get into broadcasting and announcing – uh, he was one I looked up to. Obviously, Ken Wilson was a big one for me at home here in St. Louis. But, uh, yeah, he's fantastic. So, yeah, I agree. If, if you have uh, NHL Center Ice or the NHL TV and, app, watch his last game. That's, right. that's going to be i really fun to see.
3: I, I, would, I would not be surprised. It's got to be the um, – because it's, it's a Hockey Night in Canada game. So NHL Network, if you get that, it should be broadcast there. <laughs> but absolutely have to watch that game. You
2: have to have the highest damn package on Spectrum to get an initial Network. It wow. sucks. It's, ridiculous. it's I, so
3: ridiculous. I has it. So stupid. <sighs> Opulence I has. I can
2: you can get it on Sling TV. But you can't fucking get it on uh, Spectrum without having the highest fucking package. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I spend too much money on TV, so I,
2: I have uh, Yeah, I wish I I used to have a direct TV. It was on a much lower package. But yeah. Spectrum is fucking heads up their asses. Yeah. Um So uh, blues social media fails. We can do these.
0: Didn't we already do
2: that? Uh, we kind of. <laughs> um,
0: but wait, there's
3: more.
2: <laughs> but wait, there's more <laughs> Part two. Uh, with the Blues struggling badly this season overall, social media has gotten batshit ridiculous. Uh, even more so than past years, so uh, hence this segment.
3: That's saying a lot,
2: right? I know, right?
3: He was kind of funny looking, worse so than most people even.
2: <laughs> What's that from? Fargo. Fargo. Yes, that's right. I didn't recognize it because no, you no. didn't have the accent. No, Go. Sorry.
3: Oh, he was no, funny no, looking, worse so than most people even. That was more Irish. No, It's <laughs> like a leprechaun. No, uh, uh, I've had, I've either had too much to drink or not enough. All right. Don't you
0: know?
3: Don't
2: you know? Don't
0: you oh, know? Just,
3: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh, you betcha! You betcha! <laughs> you
0: betcha! <laughs> You're
3: darn tootin'. <tuned. laughs> <laughs> I love that movie and show.
0: It's so um, good! I've never seen the show. The show's good, huh? Uh, I enjoyed the. I'll
3: loan it to you. There, do. all three seasons are actually good. Like the third season is hard to get through, but once you get through I, it, I know I haven't watched it all yet. I got to get through it. Once you get through it, it's like holy okay, shit. Good.
2: That good. is brilliant. Good. I'll I'll pick it up again because I, I was about 4 or 5 episodes it, in, and I'm like,
0: you get lost. Is it based off the movie or is it, it is just is. like it, the, Yeah, so it, it. it's it's a first one.
3: It's based off the 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 Cohen brothers universe. So Okay. So yeah, they, they there will be random Lebowski quotes that show up
2: that oh, are yeah. amazing.
3: Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's it's good.
2: I loved the first season. Second season was fantastic. Um, third
3: season. Third season
2: I haven't gotten through yet. I gotta. It, I gotta. It, I kind of abandoned it, but I should go back to it.
3: Yes, it it uh, the last episode was to pay off. Okay. Me. Like, I, I I struggled. Okay. I struggled through a lot of that season, but it, it's worth it at the end. Okay.
0: When you say payoff, do you mean
2: sexually, or...? He means money shot. <laughs> pay off. Ah, Money nice. shot. Payoff, money, you know. Uh, so, you know, not going to say this person's name, because they unfortunately already get a ton of attention on Twitter. And they tweet a lot. I mean, a lot, lot. So uh, this person says, If you think these games are on Alan in the slightest, watch a game, open your eyes, learn how hockey works... Blows my mind how this shit spews from people's mouths. After and what game was that? That was I don't know. That was after it was I think
3: December
0: fifth.
2: December fifth. Yeah, was a
0: week ago tonight.
2: Yeah. Game was that? Uh, is I got awful. the calendar. I got it right here. December fifth. Uh, uh, Oilers. Yeah. Edmonton. Oilers uh, game. Edmonton, yep. Yeah, three okay. two. So okay. anyway. <clears throat> um, and this got seventy nine likes. So, and it's funny because that the tweet came from a person who technically doesn't really know how it works anyway. They've, <laughs> they've proved this over time. So, also hilariously proved this the very next day by commenting on the Blues optional skate after the Vancouver loss, which goes as follows. These three, these losses don't even, because the Blues had an optional skate after the uh, Vancouver loss. So, no, that was after the, uh, when was that? That was Monday. December 5th, December 6th.
3: That was so, Thursday. So, so,
2: so you they had they you okay had they the lost. Winnipeg triumph in they there no this this was on the sixth so. Sh- Winnipeg
0: uh, was on Friday.
2: Right, this and that was on okay. the seventh. Okay, I see. So this one was there was an optional skate after the lost Edmonton. Okay. So, yeah. and this, so this person tweets out these losses don't even surprise me anymore considering the skates are still optional. They deserve what's happening. All of them should be showing up and working their asses off to try and fix things. There are, there are people out there who think optional skates mean that if a player doesn't want to skate they have a day off which is fine that's that's not true but but it's fine that people think that most fans probably think they don't know but most fans also don't run their mouth on social media about stuff they don't know anything about so when there's an optional skate any player who chooses not to skate is in is working out is watching video is getting instruction uh, they are working and uh, the NHL also requires a certain amount of optional skates per season, so they have to have them, uh, which is again
0: yeah, negotiated the CBA yeah that,
2: the that's a huge part of it too. So uh, which so is again something this person of uh, uh, this uh, obviously doesn't know. So and they spout off like this, and they the, the beacon of common sense is is not there, and it's annoying. So and, and it's
0: and, and let's be honest here, she's not the only one. There was
2: oh no, the, yeah, I agree.
0: A lot of them, did this.
2: I agree. But the thing is that that tweet got fifty likes. <laughs> so it's like it's just like it, 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 she. And that's why I said this person has a lot of. Uh, you know, they have a lot of followers, and they and stuff they say gets retweeted and, and liked a lot for some reason. Um, and then all of a sudden more people see it. And then all of a sudden there's more people saying, yeah, they shouldn't have the day off. I'm outraged. They should lose these games because, no, you guys don't understand what's going on. You're, you look stupid. Just if you're not, look it up. Just before you go on a rant on Twitter, maybe look up Optional Skate to see what it means uh, as opposed to just assuming that the, the players have the day off if they want um that that annoys the piss out of me because
0: well i was gonna say that you know i mean how often do we see players getting suspended i mean it's not often i guess but we see it a couple times a, a couple months here and there where a player in the nhl gets suspended for not showing up to practice on time that includes optional skates they they are expected to be at the rink at a certain time if they're not there they, just like you or me, walking into work two hours late, would get in trouble. It's 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 very similar to how the rest of the world works. I mean, these guys aren't giving a pass. Hey, you guys played last night. Take the day off tomorrow. <laughs> you know, lounge around. Have a couple beers. Have dinner with the family. No, these guys are still going to the rink, uh, skating skating if they, if they feel like it. If they don't want to skate, which... I mean, shit, you guys have skated before. I mean, you, Kurt, you just skated in that tournament with me. If I told you, hey, uh, be back at the rink Sunday morning at 10 a.m. after playing in five games, six games, Saturday night, are you going to want to put skates on again in the morning?
3: Kurt tried no. that once. <laughs> I did that no. once.
0: It's just, it's, it's not that these guys are expected, you know, to, to get back on the rink and skate even after a, a horrific loss and run Herbie's. It's hey, you know what? You lost. We're going to have a, a meeting about it. We're going to have a team meeting. We're going to talk about it. Ride the bike. Get on the treadmill. Lift some weights. You know, They still put the work in. Let's go over just video. Because not, just well, because they're not on the rig doesn't mean that they're not putting the work in the right. next day.
1: Yeah,
2: and, and to me, that's just surface uh, stuff from fans who just don't know, and it's fine. I, that, I I I I would ninety percent of fans probably think that about you know the blues about optional skates. They, it makes sense to assume that. Oh oh oh, because they think oh well practice is on ice only and today is optional skate so eh, and there's only five players skating so the rest of the team has a day off. I get that mindset to think that. However, if you're gonna go on Twitter and rant about it and complain and bitch and and uh, uh, and. Follow up a tweet you made the day before about others not knowing hockey, and then tweeting out again proving you don't know hockey. It's just, just just do some research first before you go off and you embarrass yourself.
0: You want to you want to you want to get real and say okay you want to do some real research. Optional skate days. Drive by the rink. See how many players' cards are still in the players' parking lot. Every single one of them. Every spot will be taken because these guys are still putting the work in. So yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Kurt. I, You know, and and you said it, and I agree. I I think, honestly, I mean, I'm just throwing a number out there. 75%, 80% of of hockey fans who don't play probably think that, and that's fine. You know, uh, if they want to say, hey, optional skate, that means they're not showing up to the rink, that's fine. But like you said, when you go on social media and you start ripping the players for not showing up to optional skates, you need to understand what an optional skate means. It doesn't mean that they're not showing up to the rink. They're not putting the work in. They're not meeting with their teammates. They're not talking with the coaches. They're still doing all that. It's, I mean, this is still a job to them. This is a, it's not 40 hours a week. It's not nine to five, but it's still a job. And they're still putting the work in. So just because they are not on the ice doesn't mean that they're not putting their all into whatever's happening with the team.
2: I just thought it was funny because the, the day before it was was tweeted out by this person that yelling at people for not knowing hockey. (laughs) And then this was tweeted by them to prove that they actually don't know hockey. (laughs) Um, So after the Bertuzzo fight, the Bertuzzo Sanford fight um, trade blocked said that uh, hockey is the only sport where people pretend fighting is a good thing. If teammates fought in baseball, football or basketball, Everyone would rightly call it out as a problem, but hockey is still stuck in the past. Fighting is at an all-time low for a reason, and it shouldn't be in the sport at all because it has nothing to do with hockey. <laughs> um, this guy's a hockey fan. I assume it's a guy. Could be a girl. I don't know.
0: And, and I'm pretty sure this guy has tweeted into the show before as well. Has
2: he? I mean, someone... Uh, I think uh I think you need some figure skates, some Nylons and a sparkly sequin costume. Because he sounds uh that sounds more like his sport to me.
0: I, I well, and we we talked about it earlier. I mean, this is just something that that I don't think and, I, and I'm not trying to sound elitist and say, "Well, you have to play the game to understand the game." But to understand this aspect, I think you really have to have played and understand. I mean, and to say that they pretend fighting is a good thing. Google. I've seen video of of NFL players get into it uh, after a, a, a scrimmage. It happens. It it it's again, it's it's testosterone, it's uh, adrenaline, it's it's these guys that they're putting their all into a practice, and and you, mm. you have to put yourself in the mindset, this is a game. How would I treat this if this were a game? And somebody pisses you off or or somebody's battling you to the end you're going to do something you may not realize you're doing because you just you see red and you just want to beat the shit out of the guy who's giving you trouble and again i think maybe just not playing the game that's part of the reason people don't think that but once you strap on the skates you get it you really get it right and
3: the frustration this team's gotta feel oh, yeah. for being so fucking bad.
1: Yeah.
2: You for know? for when, when expectations were really good. Right. This guy also said that uh, uh, tweeted follows up more tweets. Bertuzzo throwing punches at Sanford when he clearly has no intention of fighting is not a good look. I'd trade him asap. It's amazing how many idiots out there who think this is a positive for the Blues.
0: Okay. If he were to come out and say, it's amazing that people are finding this as a positive for the Blues, okay, I probably wouldn't even take issue with this. But he calls us fucking idiots. <laughs> Put the fucking skates on, buddy. And I'm not trying to sound like uh, like a former NHL player who, who gets mad when people question his views. I'm serious. Play the game one time, one time, and you will fucking understand that... This isn't a big deal. It's being way blown out of proportion.
2: I think, you know, um, he mentioned that, you know, fighting is not in baseball, basketball, or football. Uh, if it does happen, you know, players are suspended. Well, yeah, because fighting is not a, por- a part of those sports. Fighting, like it or not, sir, fighting is a part of hockey. If you fight, you are not suspended. You get a, if fighting is as much a part of the sport as hooking is, slashing, Holding, uh, icing, it's, it's all part of the game. It's in there. And if you fight, you're given a five-minute penalty, and you, you know what? You leave the box, back on the ice again to play the rest of the game. It's part of the game. I—I I, I, Just because it's not part of baseball or basketball or football, why does that mean it shouldn't be part of hockey? That's ridiculous. It's a different sport. It's part of the game. It's like a jab is a part of boxing. It's part of that sport. Uh, it, it, fighting it, it always has been. Um, it's not as prevalent now because the league's trying to take it out of the game for family reasons and other things but uh, it's still part of the game they haven't banned fighting they, they, and they, they'd like to see less of it I, I but it's still there and i to to say that it's not it shouldn't be part of the game because it's not part of other sports is a stupid thing
3: to say right. it, it's, it's it, dumb right it's being minimized but not not eliminated right
0: well let's let's face it too that when you look at other sports, you're trying to compare this to other sports. NHL, it's not as stop-go, stop-go as the NFL, the MLB. You know, I mean those those sports. It's it's you, you get time to compose yourself when you're on the ring for 45 seconds to a minute. It's it's intensity. It's a battle. It's a war. And I know you could say, well, the NBA, you know, those guys are playing. They
2: walk. Game. They walk 90% of the That's time.
0: That's nothing. There's nothing. There's no intensity. And no. maybe it's just a St. Louis sports Nobody plays
2: soccer. defense. They walk. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're playing, you know, nonstop. But you're walking up and down the court. You know, it's it, just, come on.
0: It's, it's a different game. And, and, and I mean, even then, we have seen them get into slap fights, which, again, <laughs> sorry, I'm not yeah. an NBA fan. So so. I'm,
2: I'm not either. i I. I was back in the Jordan days. I kind of enjoyed uh, the rivalries between uh, the Knicks and the Bulls and stuff. I, that Bird and Johnson, I enjoyed that quite a bit. But uh, after that era was over, it. I think the NBA sucks. It sucked. It it got awful. So I just. Oh,
0: and and you can you can take seven steps before you could call traveling.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. I don't. I mean, granted, you could say a lot of things about hockey too, as far as like, oh, that's not slashing. I mean, they're not going to call that. So happens a lot. But still. Um, sh- uh, one more uh, on the social media fails. The Blues have been a train wreck. Their solution. Wait. This was after the Blues had waived Johnson. The Blues have been a train wreck. Their solution? Wave the backup goaltender. Laughing my ass off. I just can't with this team right now. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, because waving Johnson is the only thing the Blues are going to do this season. <laughs> I, I mean,. Weird.
0: I mean, okay. Uh, We've talked about, you know, back when the Blues were struggling with LaTerra, we talked about waving LaTerra. Just get him off the roster, see what you can do. Um, Yeah, you want to see the same thing for, you know, Jay Bolmeister or, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of another example, Pat Maroon. You know, not playing well. Let's just wave him, get him off the team. But at the end of the day, that's just not how the NHL operates. Uh, you're going to waive guys that have low contracts, especially the Blues. Uh, you know, guys that could possibly be claimed by somebody else. You can get them off the books. Uh, so, yeah, the, 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 that's what, That's the first move. The first, well, the first move was, was firing the coach. They do that. Team doesn't respond. Okay, what's the next easy move we can make? let's get rid of the backup goaltender. And yeah, so that happens. Okay. They won they We'll see what happens. But if they start faltering again, you're going to see it on the roof. That's the way it works. I mean, it's, it's let's try and find the lowest common denominator. And, uh, uh, right now it's, Hey, the backup goalie who was pretty atrocious with this team is gone. Let's see what the rest of this roster can do.
2: I I always think it's interesting that when the, when something is addressed, um, that might not be the biggest problem on the team. Uh, somehow is uh, ridiculed and criticized that it, that was done. Like just because it, you know, just because the squeakiest wheel didn't get the oil, um, all of a sudden it's a problem. I mean, it's not to say it's not going to happen eventually, but I mean, what's wrong with fixing a, a lesser problem at one point and then fixing a you know a bigger problem later on? I don't. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. That oh well, we not, always had like, to fix the worst problem first. I mean, why?
0: Well, and it's not like mm-hmm. the Blues can just be like, okay, our biggest problem is uh, you know just for social media's sake, Alexander Steen. Okay, let's trade him. That's not how it works. I'm nope. <laughs> just nope. going to be able to say, okay, we're going to trade Alexander Steen. He's gone.
2: No uh, trade you know, clause. Like, uh yeah, you know he makes I a lot mean, of money. You're uh,
0: going to look at what can we do. Right now, to try and make a change to the locker room. And the easiest one to me, and, and if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have said the same thing. Well, you just place your backup goalie on waivers and see if somebody takes them.
2: Someone exactly- did, and they freed up a million in salary. So that may help with another move later on to fit someone under the cap.
0: Or, or, or
3: it could be that. At this point, your owner has told you, "You fucked up. Save me as much money as you can." <laughs> hey, somebody said that Ryan Miller got injured the other night. Why don't you put chat on waivers and see if he doesn't get claimed? <laughs> right.
0: And then, and then, trade prospects and draft picks for Ryan Miller.
3: <laughs> uh. Mm. So nah. There was a different order to that.
0: Hashtag five okay. percent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> six three two blue, whatever it is.
3: Six <laughs> three one four six two two blue. Yeah. Six two two blue.
2: Um. Yeah. So uh, we we uh, we should probably wrap it up here.
3: Yeah, we've been going a while. Yeah,
2: we didn't talk a whole lot about trades, but just more along the what Rutherford was misquoted and talked a little bit with that, but.
3: There's, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean there's I, I think everyone uh I think everyone pretty much should be available, more or less. I mean, like I said before, if you if you can make a trade that makes your team better now and in the future, why wouldn't you make it? So I
3: even if it was five percent better. Even
2: if it was five percent better.
0: <laughs> uh so we got asked a question earlier and, I, and now I'm having trouble finding it. Uh, that uh, Oh, hell. Um, Blues were apparently uh, asked if... Here it is. Saw an article. This is from Jake Allen's Mask in the YouTube chat. And and we ought to go in-depth on this. Just quick answers here. Saw an article that mentioned. Uh, Tory Krug from Boston being sent here for Shen. He's a le- solid left-handed shot that we need and great point man on the power play. Thoughts? Question mark.
2: Okay, Tori. Let's say his he makes uh, his cap is five point two five.
0: Wow, he's making good money. Yeah,
2: I know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's a good player. I just,
3: I don't know. Yeah.
2: What was the What was the question for uh, for, for Shen? Shen.
3: Mm, yeah. That's. I mean
2: the. It, I mean if they're gonna move Shen, I mean that's which I. I think he's. I, I think he's one of the guys I would keep, though. I mean, I, I mean, I, well, I, I would, I would try. I would, I would look at trading other guys first, as opposed to going with him. I, I'd be shocked. I think I'd be shocked if Shen goes before somebody else. But
3: he's he's a guy that's got value.
2: He has value, but he also has what a couple more years on his contract too.
3: But he has value. I know, he, but uh, he puts up points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, they do
0: seem to love him in Boston.
2: And we have Thomas here. Who hopefully could you know alleviate any loss at center?
0: Yeah, it's different than last year when they're moving Brodziak up to your second line. Right, but you have a couple guys that could fill in. If
2: you I mean, need maybe. I mean, you know, still early with Thomas, but still.
0: Yeah,
3: I don't know. I I I just feel like so. Tory Krug was, you know, he he's in Boston. Boston has been very aggressive with bringing players up from the minor leagues. And I feel like the Blues' moves, uh, once it became apparent that they are not going to contend for shit this year, have all been about the money. Why? Why aren't we calling up the guys that you know other teams would be calling up? Like, you know, thinking about Boston a couple of years ago, they had they had guys like. Tory Krug, Frank Petrano, a lot of college players, guys that had been in college, played NCAA, came to uh, you know the the Providence Bruins, and then up into the the NHL, and they were they've been pretty successful with doing that. But the Blues haven't done that. They brought up Chris Butler instead <laughs> of Jake Wallman. He's a St. Louis guy. He's a St. Louis guy. He's he's he had one of the best interviews I've seen so far this year. Yes. I, I really, really like that. And I, you know, his dad was was one of the coaches uh, when I was at CBC. So he was raised by a coach. He thinks like a coach. He's Pedro. gonna be a good coach at some point. It was a great interview. However, you look at the Blues roster. You look at, you go to uh, Cap Friendly and look at it. Jake Wallman, if the Blues were to call him up, would make nine hundred and twenty-five thousand at the NHL level. Chris Butler makes six fifty. At this point, I think it's all about dollars and cents. Jordan Nolan, the getting called up, he makes league minimum six fifty.
2: Krug makes uh about what Shen does, a hundred thousand less. Yeah, or more.
3: It's, or yeah yeah it's more. it it's expensive and it, it it would be a you're 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 trying to you're you know that the blues need a left-handed shot i i think that that could ultimately be a decent move provided the blues are going to be somewhere better next year but can you be somewhere better next year taking out the points That Chen's going to produce up front, and how many
2: how many big moves is Armstrong going to make without a permanent head coach at the helm? Right. I mean that's that's a thing too. How I I mean, what if you're what if you what if you are eyeing a guy like Quinville? Don't you think he'd want to say in these moves? I mean, or input on players he may want. I I I think Mm -hmm. I if I were Quinville, I'd say whoa whoa whoa. Uh,
3: I'd like to say. I'd like to <laughs> bring me Jonathan Tate. Oh
2: god. Yeah, it might put old Mike Keenan and bring his old players over.
3: Yeah. That's 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 the scenario where somehow we decide that Quindle can be GM2.
2: Right, which is not
3: it doesn't make sense. People
2: are always call him for Armstrong's the, the job, Kenan, it's just not going to happen. The
3: Keenan
0: experiment sh-
3: should never be repeated in this town.
0: <laughs> it should never be repeated anywhere. No, it's too I think, much power. I think that's a bad call. I mean, I don't know about the other sports. I won't speak to that, but NHL. I just don't think that's a, a safe bet.
2: No, a head coach having input and attending oh, meetings sure. and uh, about which players. To, yeah, I, that's. I get that. That makes complete sense. And I and actually, I don't think Yo had a damn say in much of play, in player movement. Like if guys got sent down or or called up or or uh, or trade, I don't think he had much say at all. From what I hear. Well, we
0: talked we talked about how we thought that you know his days were numbered pretty much all year this season and maybe even end of last year, that Doug wow. Armstrong probably thought, Yeah, I'm not even gonna get his input because I'm probably gonna fire him soon <laughs> which I don't know. I, that's complete hearsay. But in my opinion, that makes me think, Well, why the hell didn't you do it sooner?
2: Yeah. No, I, I we were saying that for weeks months after last season you know I was like ah, we're done it's just whatever shouldn't have been back to
3: again to where we got beat,
2: beating a dead horse but I don't think he should have been the coach here from the get go so
0: no, not at all bad bad hire yep
2: I'm proud to say I said that at the time
0: <laughs> I think we all did yeah actually. so
2: I just yeah didn't like it didn't understand it um okay Let's. Uh, that'll. That, we're gonna wrap this up here.
3: Are we done? Oh, we're done.
2: Thanks a lot, Jeff. We, we, we done did, yet?
0: We did get asked another trade proposal.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Jake Allen's mask. Regardless of numbers, would you trade Petrangelo and a guy like Sanford for Shattenkirk and Jimmy Vc?
2: No. Fuck
3: no. No. <laughs> Especially now that Shattenkirk's IR for for quite a while separated yeah. shoulder out four weeks at least
0: yeah quick quick answer no mm-hmm. i uh i like petrangelo better than both those players and a lot of times i look at who is uh who's the best player on the trade and to me that's petrangelo
2: even though he's having a even though he's i'm not against like i'd I'd trade petrangelo in a second if i thought we were a better team for it so i i mean i'm not against trading him even though he has no trade clause keep that in mind
0: well, I and mean, we've talked about it too. We like Sanford's game too. Yeah, I. And I, I don't. I, I mean, maybe VC is more of a point producer, but I think Sanford can add a lot to a team. And and yeah, that's just. There's not enough upside for the Blues to make that trade.
2: Even though, and I think salary wise, we'd be in the hole there. I think. Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm almost definite. Um that will do it for this week's episode of let's go Blues radio uh our next episode uh, maybe next wednesday the 19th maybe ish we'll talk about it that's uh and I
0: sh- i'll go ahead and throw out there too that uh we have some pretty good guests that that are wanting to come on the show as well so do we want to name names kurt
2: go ahead names name some uh, name some names that may be on the uh, upcoming uh interviews
0: yeah. Well, we've got a uh, possibility of Cam Jansen, which we've been talking since the summer about him coming on. He uh, apparently thinks we do a great job. So thank you, Cam. Friend of the show, Cam Jansen. He's watching
2: our show, right? I exactly. Mean, okay. All yes. right. Just checking. Just verifying. Yeah.
0: It, and, it, I uh, mean, it is
2: it is uh, 83,000 listens in the past 30 days. So, I mean, you know.
0: Well, I think 81 of those is the Jansen family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, also, uh, one that, that I know Kurt and I, and I think Bill as well, are big fans of on social media, uh, post some pretty hilarious NHL videos, uh, Jillian Fisher, for those that uh, know who she is. She, uh, she's a great follow on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, post some really funny NHL videos. She, uh, I'm pretty sure she has memorabilia from all 31 NHL teams. Because well, she seems to wear them in every episode. She, so she has does,
3: sweatshirts from every. Sweatshirts team. and teesers. That's for the, damn sure.
2: One of my favorites that she did was the uh, after the Predators hung up the fourteen thousand banners. Yes. Uh, she did the whole banner for every team. That was funny. Yeah, she did really a banner funny. for
0: every team. One of my yeah. favorites too was, uh, and maybe it's a little outdated now, but I think it was like it was like July fourth or fifth of this year. Uh, every every team's fans thoughts. Uh, after free agency had opened, and it was just it was hilarious because Toronto was we're gonna win the cup. Ottawa was we're screwed. I mean it was it was just it was funny. So I, I a big fan of hers, and, and she's been someone that uh, that I've loved to to, to watch the videos she puts out. She's gonna come on the show. We're hoping uh, probably right around Christmas. In
2: that, sho- in that show, in that show, wasn't her comment on the Blues about goaltending?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I, th- I think it was. Well, that's great. Well, that's great we got all these signings, but what about the goaltending?
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, she's she's uh, she's someone I've been in contact with, and we're working on getting her on, too. So uh, stay tuned for that. If, if uh, We're going to try to get them on for the live shows, but if for whatever reason it doesn't work out, we will uh, post them separately.
2: Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Uh, that will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go
3: blues, I guess. Something like that.
0: Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, right. He's going to win. The Chiefs are at home tonight against Sport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers.
2: Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry.
0: St. Louis Blues,
3: St. Louis Blues Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues Blues are on the ice tonight again They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more No matter what the score
1: They are quite a hockey team, my friend